everyone and welcome to match made in madness where every episode is a mad but healthy discussion about the anime community my name is kn rye otherwise known as rye for short your resident dumb bitch juice i'm a cosplayer and a professional makeup artist as well as your resident bishonen appreciator my name is maya chino or words t worlds if you've seen me around on twitch i'm a freelance interpreter and translator i pretty much game and watch anime for work that's not a joke that's my actual official job and i live my days off reading manga so every episode at match made in madness we'll be dissecting the nitty-gritty on topics such as anime and manga, voice actors, and the pop culture convention scene with the occasional guests. Sadly, we don't have any today. The guest is actually Mai, because she's um, kind Hi. of new to the whole live streaming thing. Well, not really, but you know. Um, so come and join us on this crazy journey to develop a greater understanding of this amazing community. Really, really quick, guys. A small disclaimer that anything mentioned in our podcast um, they're all unofficial opinions based on our own personal experiences and thoughts. So due to this, we will be primarily discussing the Australian scene, but feel free to let us know about your experiences as well. We're definitely um, open to those. All right, um, really quickly, just check out the credits as well for our amazing friend Miyukiko, who has been the... Uh, brains behind the amazing character design so i do have my um mmi madness uh <laughs> avatar up today as well as mys they're very very cute please go check her out we love her all right yep. uh, yes don't, don't uh, take me for granted on what that picture is though i'm a lot shorter than right and my hair is not silver i wish it was that's why it's silver <laughs> But this is I think like the reference pictures I gave you were all silver. I think that's yeah, they were was. all silver. We do, we do, we do like the silver hair. We like the colored hair here. Um, so it is very accurate. It's pretty accurate, honestly. To be honest, like I feel like if you looked at a picture or like if you saw my live, which she has been a couple times on YouTube, she's uh she's done a little bit of work there. Um, once, you guys once. would all <laughs> you guys would all agree that it, it's very like you know lifelike. I think it's very very lifelike. Yeah. yeah except for the hair color i wish it was that color i swear <laughs> <laughs> yeah. also guys yeah, please the only um... reason why i don't dye my hair is just because of my job um the japanese clients i have unfortunately don't like hair color oh hair. yeah that's right well my well if you would like to please intro yourself to everyone because this is your first time officially like on the actual stream on the channel yeah. um i do talk about like the podcast a lot actually when i stream and we thought this would be a really great idea to kind of go with for the first uh you know episode yeah. of the year so yeah maya take it away i want to give it to you oh, oh, what else do i say other than what i've already said um yeah um uh I, I work full-time and i also do a lot of freelancing interpreting and translating i'm currently living in japan but i was originally based in sydney which is where i grew up mm -hmm. and that's where my accent developed but um, I speak Japanese and English as a native speaker of both languages, which is why I translate and interpret. Um, I originally met Rai at Smash, I think. What year did we say it was, um, uh, Rai, 2015? Holy Something crap. Like I think that. it was 2015? I want to say it was 2015, but also at the same time, like, I feel like we've known each other for so long and, like, we're always, like, we're, we're basically, like, joined at the hip 
if we're at convention yeah. spaces. Yeah. Um, we, we're joined at the hip, like, metaphorically speaking, because obviously we're both very busy people at conventions and yes. running around, but, yes. like, any chance we can get together, like, we will get together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ryan and I work behind the scenes at conventions for together. Um, but um, I've been part of both Smash and uh, Madman Anime Convention, which has been always been fun. Uh, Madman Anime Festival, sorry. Mm-hmm. I should probably get that right. Um, and um, I'm also currently working in um, a gaming company, and I also uh, still continually do a lot of work for the anime and manga-related clients that I've had in the past. So um, it's pretty cool. Mai has an awesome job. Yeah. Like, she's, yes, she's super I cool. <laughs> have brushed up my linguistic skill to the point that everybody knows that I am manga and anime crazy, and publicly accept me for who I am, which is great. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we <laughs> yeah, love that. We love. Yeah. <laughs> what else do I say? I don't know. Um, Just say hi, I guess. Um, Chico says. Yeah, hi. <laughs> Chico says silver is indeed a good color or shade. No bias here. I swear. Yeah, it's a good color. It's a good. It's yes. a good color. Maybe we should do like a community challenge, you know, to get Maya to do silver hair. Or at yeah, least maybe depending <laughs> on the client. We'll see. Can I pop a wig on? That'll work. Ah, <laughs> uh, but eventually we'll get there one day. So one day, one day. Definitely. So, um, moving on into some current affairs, what's been happening, Mai? What's what's been happening lately? I don't know. You know, it's what's what been happening with you, Ray, though, because oh. you moved houses as well. <laughs> yes, so. yes, yes. So, um, I did uh last last oh, wow, yeah, it's been about a month now. So last month I actually moved house, um, from where the uh base of activities was actually happening from, and it was like it was a whole thing. It was a whole deal. It was a whole thing. Um, but now I'm settled into the new place. I'm sure you guys have seen it on stream as well. Uh, it's, it's really nice, very chill, just very hot. There's spiders outside my window, but you know, it's fine. It's Australia. Just got to deal with it. (laughs) Um, and then we upgraded the PC. Um, thank you to the lovely community here. So, um, there was a little bit of a pause, a little bit of a break, kind of like low key hiatus for us at MMI Madness. Um, I know some of you guys were wondering yeah. about the new episodes and we do apologize for the original episode four because um, <laughs> my computer decided basically TLDR. Yeah, game and PC now. But yeah, my computer TLDR decided to crash and it corrupted the original file that we had. So we had yeah. a really amazing episode ready for you guys. Um, we had a guest. Actually, Mew was our guest. It was super, super yeah. cool. Lots of fun. Um, so it crashed. I took the file with it. And I was like, so originally, yeah, it just, it just a whole, a whole lot of things happened. Um, but we're here now. We've made it. It's all good. And hopefully, um, like recording sessions and things will be a lot smoother from here on out. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Mew, for um, spending time with <laughs> us recording uh, to have it um, crash. We'll get back to another episode later on, I think. Yes, um, yes, to yes. re-record that episode yes. sometime in the future with Mew. But look, Ryan, I have a lot of ideas um, to yeah. talk about with Mew in the first place. So I'm sure we'll get through sometime. Uh-huh. We have an insanely long list of things to uh, <laughs> talk about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Of, exactly. to talk about. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I can see a few, whole, a few more people arriving just now. Welcome to um, our live episode on Rise twitch channel so this is episode number four of match made in madness and in the spotlight today is us 
your MMI madness host, Mai and Rai. And welcome to our first episode for 2021. 2021, I think, is the English way of saying that, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is our very first live stream, isn't it, right? Yes, it is. It is the live debut, you know? It sounds like we're idols, like live debut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can get a few um, key, uh, <clears throat> tunes here every now and then eventually uh, i'm sure that'll be something that we can work on but we'll be streaming today for about four hours and we'll be hoping to t- di- uh sorry to chat directly with all of you guys um mm-hmm. viewing the stream or listening to the stream really so guys if you are listening um if there's anything you've been curious about um about rye or myself or about the podcast or anything you want us to break down on a discussion like open a can of worms even Mm -hmm. um to hear our opinions please send us through a message on the chat box in the twitch channel so we can have a look just note that you probably will need a twitch account to send through a message and if you do please 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 don't forget to read and follow the rules any inappropriate comments will be ignored and possibly banned as well depending on the degree we're also probably going to avoid answering the same questions uh, more than once. So uh, apologies for anybody who tunes in at a latter time to ask a question that was already asked. If you feel like your question wasn't answered, it possibly means that we've already answered it. So please tune into the archive. We will be uploading later. Right. So right, I think otherwise um, with current affairs, going back to the previous topic, you guys just mm-hmm. got the Demon Slayer movie in Australia. Yes, yes, we did. We did. Um, I have not bought tickets yet. I don't know if oh. any of you guys in Australia have bought tickets yet. I actually haven't bought tickets yet because I've been so busy lately, like uh, working on the Pyre cosplay for the community challenge. Obviously, we've been yeah. streaming a lot lately um, and, and kind of like just life things have been happening. So I haven't organized to buy tickets yet. I do have plans Mm-mm. to definitely go see it because the, uh, um, you know, real quickly, like we did say, but like there will be some spoilers in this podcast. So I apologize in advance for anyone who hasn't seen it or read it or whatever. But um, yeah, we, uh, I do have plans to go see it. Because the demon, like, you know, the, the demon train arc is, like, my my favourite, like, one of my favourite arcs in, in the whole yeah, series. Yeah. Like, it was very well done. It was really perfect. Got some of my favourite characters in there. So I will definitely be going to see it more than once, that's for sure. That's good. Like, because um, Japan's already had it, and so I've already seen it. I saw it towards mm-hmm. the last few weeks, though, to be honest. Um, it is definitely worth it. Please take a whole box of tissues with you. There okay. are so many moments in it. There are happy tears and sad tears. So that's why you need the whole box. Like I had a lot of happy tear moments in oh, there man. as well. I... So it's good. It was good. It was you for a table quality for sure. I'm definitely uh, very excited. So Chico says, haven't bought tickets yet either, but not sure when I want to head up to Melbourne for it either. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, you guys just went back into lockdown and came back out just recently, yeah so right? we did do a very quick like you know five-day lockdown for melbourne i hope um all the melburnians tuning in are staying safe and well um you know we made it out we're doing fine now um but it's just you know and that obviously i extend to everybody else who's tuning in at the moment it's kind of crazy oh. times in the world um you know for the last like year and, and a bit has been pretty crazy so i hope everybody stays uh well and safe also, hello, yes. Ray. Movie comes out Thursday here. Can't wait. Yes, very excited. And welcome to the stream. Glad to have you here. It it will be worth, it has been worth the wait, trust me, for the movie. Um, speaking of Demon Slayer, though, I know the new season was recently just announced as well. They're apparently going to head on and animate the Yu Kakuhen. 
the yes. section with I think what's his name again? I just lost his name. Um, um the Hashida, um, um the ninja dude. The ninja um, dude. What's his face? Uh Katsukonishi. <laughs> Yeah, so this that. is this is the worst. Like I know the voice actor before I know even the character. Like I don't even remember. Like honestly, Demon Slayer for me is like I don't even remember half the characters. I only remember the voice actors. Like it's <laughs> this will be. Explain you though. That's the thing because that's how I remember things as well. I just look for the summary, but it doesn't even tell me anything inside uh, the main three characters. Uh, what's his what face? He's the one with the three wives. Um. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I knew it. Um, hashira, hashira. Eh, uh, Himejima. Uh, take it, take it, take it. Uzui, take it. Uzui, yeah. take it. Uzui, yeah. Uzui. There we go. There's the one. No. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think they've announced the official English title yet for the next section. But yeah. in Japan, they've announced the Japanese name. It'll be Kimetsu no Yaiba Yukaku Hen Yukaku, which means Red Light District. Um, yes. and Uzui okay. Tengen, the Otobashira, so sound. Hashira? Is uh-huh. that how they translated in English? Uh-huh, it's going so. to be one of our next characters that we will see a lot of. So uh-huh. um excited for that. Um those if you haven't seen the movie yet, please go watch it. It was really good. It was really worth it. Mm. I loved, loved it. I, I definitely love that arc in the manga. Like reading the manga, mm. it was one of my also like Yeah, it was so well done. Just so many things happened. Like Let's not talk about the ending though for Demon no, Slayer, no, 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 but no, no. like everything else was so well done. Like the lead up was great, you know, fight scenes were great, you know, it was mm. it was pretty perfect. It was pretty perfect. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for sure, for sure. Anything done by you for a table anime wise is definitely, definitely just gonna be worth it. Yeah, Chef's so. Kiss. It's always beautiful. Do support mm-hmm. your They're very, very good at what they do. Yeah. Uh, Eva says, hey, hey, just got home from work. Happy to catch the live podcast. Oh, that's so good, Eva. I'm glad you could. Okay, so, so I think we've got other things going on in Japan as well. Like, I heard Sailor Moon was on, but I completely missed out at starting, like, the movie. And Wait, the second the movie? movie's just about to come out next month, so I completely forgot about it. Yeah, the Crystal movie. Re- Look, I'm so out of the loop for Sailor Moon, honestly. I feel like... I don't even know when the last time it was that I watched an actual, like, shoujo series. I really don't know. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. Um, I only know because Mitsuishi-san, the voice of Sailor Moon, for those who don't know, um, tweets about it, and she doesn't tweet a lot, so it just pops up on my feed, and it's kind of a bit obvious, so apparently they've been doing the movie since December and I completely ah, didn't know that it existed. Still interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I did see Camelot last week. I think we previously oh, talked yeah. about the Fate Grand Order Camelot movie. Yeah, I did actually yeah, see it. Yeah, we did it. touch it on it. Good. Yeah, in uh, one of our previous yeah. episodes, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forgot it was two movies, so I was oh, wondering dear. why it was running so slowly, and then it ended, and then I realized there was a second arc, so yeah. um, it is a sequel movie. I um, think I it think. was like, I um, remember it being like a last minute decision that they were going to um, split the movie into parts, like, because originally that wasn't the plan. Yeah, no, I think that was the case as well. Like, um, I think that's why I didn't remember it being a sequel until I looked up tickets. Mm-hmm. And I and they were like announcing the next movie coming up in May, mm-hmm, the second mm-hmm. half. And I was like, what? what? Why is there two two different titles and two different dates? So yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was um, Camelot is interesting. It's 
I didn't realize they were going to go so far into the first half of the arc before ending mm-hmm. the first movie. So I don't know how rushed the second half is going to be or what parts they're going to leave out of mm. the second half. It'll definitely be interesting to see how it plays out. Like, I haven't seen... We we haven't gotten the first part even yet, so... Yeah. I'm definitely interested to see how it plays out, for sure. Yeah, Ozzy was, uh, had a pretty good section for yes. his oh, yeah. section. Like, they had... <laughs> They had more than what I remembered from the game, so I couldn't remember if it was just I don't remember what happened in FGO because uh-huh. it was so long ago or yeah. if it was just something original they added in to put more into the story. I can't I tell like which it, one it was. I feel like it could just be like the, the it's been so long for FGO because uh, this year actually, 2021 actually marks the six-year anniversary of FGO, so it's been a very, very long time. God, kind wow, of crazy. It's six years. Yeah, yeah, kind of crazy how that played out, yeah. Yeah, like oh, so much fate stuff happening this year. It'll yeah, I know. Interesting. But the movie's not A1 or UFO table, so Who's they've done a very different it? style of development of the story, I noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not Cloverworks either. Um, it's a completely different uh, group was, working Was it on a it. new, um, yeah, a new I, studio working on it? I can't even remember. Um, I can't remember either. I'd have to look it up. Um, but it's, uh, production IG. Are they new? No, they're not new. No. Oh, they're not? No. Hmm. But they're, uh, I don't know. How new are they? They're not, they're not. Yeah, they're, they're pretty, uh, they've had gone through a few name changes. They apparently were founded in 1987. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know they originally did a lot of games in the beginning. So... It might be something more recent that they're doing an, uh, anime or films. Right, right. Interesting. Yeah, yeah hmm. so it was um, a completely new production working on the Fate series. We've never seen them work on a Fate series before. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to see how they were pulling it together. It was pretty good, though. I enjoyed it. Um, I have to say, though, because the focus is on um betty Vier as being practically uh-huh. one of the main characters yeah. for camelot um you watch it and all you remember at the end is mama's voice <laughs> <laughs> of course of course of course i don't actually remember anything else to be really but honest. it's it's such look look Guys, this is going to be a regular occurrence. And for those of you who actually tune into our podcast, uh, Match Made in Madness or MMI Madness for short. By the way, don't forget, you guys can also find our links on Twitter and Facebook at MMI Madness. And also you can listen to us on Spotify. So if you do have a Spotify account, uh, make sure to go check out the podcast there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very re- like regular reoccurrence from my and myself because we are massive um voice actor fanatics and this this mainly extends to um japanese seiyu so like you know the japanese cast for for a series or an anime or a movie um so we will like regularly talk about uh voice actors we actually have a segment on the podcast that is called um you know our favorite voice actor for the month (laughs) 
Oh um, no! Right, you're getting called out by your friends, like a certain Makoto Furukawa, I believe. Ah! Ah! Look, I'm sure for those of you who actually follow my personal Twitter, you will see me retweeting a lot of uh, Mako's content because he is mm-hmm. one of my top favorite uh, voice actors. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely sound off below, guys, in, in the, the chat box if you guys have a voice actor you like or, you know, that you particularly enjoy their roles. But like... Furukawa for me is just very much one of those um, talents. We're going to call him a talent because we stand a talented king and that's what he is. He is very talented and very versatile in in the way that he he acts and portrays mm. like emotions. Um, he definitely is one of the more underrated ones and only has more recently come into the spotlight. Um but he's he i'm glad he's sort of getting that spotlight on him now because he's a very very talented person and i and highly he's a great person to meet in yes, person. yes great right? person I'm... to meet in person uh-huh yes. uh-huh mm-hmm. um we're not gonna but we're not gonna talk about that time i completely freaked out when i met him but you know it's fine um <laughs> let's just skip over that part um but definitely very talented because like on one hand he can be like saitama which is one of the roles, like, you know, Saitama from One Punch Man, which I actually hate. I'm not a fan of that role of his. Oh. Yeah, but I can appreciate the talent that goes into playing that kind of role. Um, and then you can see him in some other roles like um, Achilles in, in Fate, yeah. in FGO. Um, what else has he done recently as well? And also Hatsuharu from Fruits Basket. So, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can definitely yeah, see the versatility in his vocal range and acting as well so i appreciate it yeah he's very talented yeah i agree Mm. with you saying that he's underrated though because whilst he is a pretty popular voice actor and and he is prominent in a lot of different animes he doesn't get featured a lot no he doesn't get featured a lot yeah yeah Mm. yeah yeah Yeah, i'd I'd like to see him a lot more as well same Um, i agree i agree i agree and i I think jenna's stated that her favorite voice actress uh, actor sorry is fukuyama jun ah, which I Fuku jun! <laughs> yes same good voice good voice yes i'm actually just watching um uh, what's it called again um asta nadake eto black clover Oh, Black Clover. Sorry, I, I'm not up to date. I, well. I don't watch. I haven't started watching Black Clover yet. Okay, actually, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think we talked about this previously as well. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, the the Suabe character in Black Clover oh, yes. is yes, totally yes. The, one of the best characters in Black Clover. Yes. Yeah, but yes. Fukuyama Jun plays a slightly different role, I think, in uh, Black Clover. Um, for me, I've only really seen Hukuyama Jin in a lot of main character roles. Mm-hmm. So um, all the like your t- typical hero roles or one mm-hmm. of your really main prominent roles. Black Clover, he's a bit of a side character, but supports the main character kind of. He's a senpai kind of character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's uh, pretty interesting. He's pretty talented too, I think. Yeah. Um, his Twitter channel is pretty funny. Have you seen it, right? Twitter channel for Fukujun? Yeah. Yes, yes, I have, I have. Was it you who linked it to me? I, I can't remember, maybe? Yeah, I can't remember, but it was a pr- pretty interesting. If you 
guys look up Kukuyama Jun on Twitter. He has a very interesting um, <laughs> channel because I think he's being forced to make the channel. Oh, and really? Post. So he doesn't. He has a lot of random things going on in his Twitter. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And I think you've also got. Um, Nicole in Show by Rock. Oh, yes, in Show by Rock stars. Yes. Um, which I, again, have not watched, unfortunately, because I am I am very, like, I have a whole backlog of anime that I need to watch because uh, things just have been so busy recently. I haven't had proper time to sit down and watch. I think the only, like, series that I'm really sort of watching at the moment, um, because I got absolutely conned into it, uh, <laughs> is ReZero. <laughs> Is it ReZero? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it ReZero? ReZero? It's in Zero Kara Hajimaru. Is it ReZero? Yeah, it's ReZero. I think it's ReZero. Yeah, that's the name. It's the one with Subaru in it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm not up to date with things. Yeah, in a random new world and the world keeps looping until he doesn't stop dying. Yeah, that's the one I'm watching at the moment. Uh, very slow progress on that, but that's, um, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, oh, yes. so Nikal in Show by Rock Stars is actually Furukawa Makoto. Okay. Yes, I just, yes, I just yes. Furukawa Makoto. Yes, 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 yes. Going back. So you're back, getting called back, out yet again, there. right? Yes, yet again. Hello. <laughs> it's but, from different countries, right? When we do, we do. We, yeah. mm, mm, we definitely have a multitude of, um, time zones here, especially in our community and on the channel. Um, mm. it's, it's always a bit hard to catch everybody, but, um, we definitely, definitely work our way around it. So good morning, good afternoon, and good night to whoever is listening at the moment. Hello. Welcome. Yeah, good no, to no. have you guys here. You're, you're also just about to end, um, daylight savings as well. So you're going to go back into one hour time difference from me. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Late night gang. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so Chico says, to answer the question myself, at least from my current favorite seiyuu, uh, Misaki Watada. Uh, oh, okay, so that's who your favorite is. Okay. I don't, can't say I've heard that name before. She, or the, are they new? Oh, she's yeah. an Aoni. Yeah. So she's an Aoni voice actress. Ah. And, oh, oh, don't translate the page, I can read you. Um... It's four in the morning for you. Oh, okay. Oh my god, Jacqueline. She's Dedumin from Show by Rock. Oh, she's the new uh, Yagami Hikari. Uh, Kari, I think is her English name, from Digimon Adventure. The oh, remake. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, she's uh, relatively new. Yeah, okay. And oh, there's okay. not a lot of anime I've seen that she's in, unfortunately. So but she's part of Aoni production. Oh, by the way, talent is a very good word for our voice actors, by the way, right? Yes. Because Aoni calls all of their voice actors talents. Talents, yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. I think officially um, with voice acting agencies, we're supposed to call them voice talent agencies as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think you're not wrong. Yeah. Okay, okay. Also, cool. she's done a lot of dubs, apparently, and a lot oh, of games as well. Okay, interesting. So it's only recently that she's getting into more anime interesting hmm. there's definitely like okay, been yeah. a wave of new talent that has come through with recent series um which i am definitely <laughs> i don't know about you my but i am definitely not that familiar with the new talent i kind of have my favorites I and i like to stick to them i like my old gens a little bit more 
for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I'm with you as well. Um, especially with the g definition of old gen <laughs> that you just placed up, right? Because your definition of old gen is my definition of old gen. Yes. With a slightly much older age group of voice actors. Uh -huh. So yes. Uh huh. Yes. Uh -huh. oh, uh, for those of you listening who haven't heard me and Rye talk before, there is a slight age gap between me and Rye, which is why I laugh sometimes when Rye knows what I'm talking about from something she would have been way too young to have remembered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Look, I'm oh, an old soul at heart. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Like, I usually forget how old you are, right? You always just, like, especially with me uh -huh. and Miu on the same chat and you're yes. just joining into our conversation you're totally not your age right mm -hmm. so you're lying about your age mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um one of your viewers just said it's four in the morning for them so oh my god Jacqueline <laughs> that would be Europe somewhere uh no I think North America oh oh, oh okay yeah, on the other the side okay. yeah on the other side yeah. on the other side yeah Oof, I think okay. I think I think Europe is uh like nine ten a.m that kind of okay yeah because they're about 11 hours 11 12 hours okay yeah, yeah, okay yeah. there we go <laughs> yeah i've yeah, only really yeah, worked with people crazy. in um the asian area so yeah, yeah. but time zones is definitely yeah. something we have to work around for sure for sure so yeah, thanks for joining for despite the time yeah despite yes. the time zone we appreciate it yeah so 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 today's episode is more of like a relaxed very like chatty kind of episode um to help you guys get to know my and myself a little bit better um you know from you know anime conventions to sort of like real life what we're doing at the moment plans for the future and also what we're going to be doing with um mmi madness in the coming year because <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have yep. a very extensive list of plans that's to summarize it <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we'll leave that one till the end that might go on for a while <laughs> yeah I suppose, um, well, I guess we could start out with this because um, even in the title, I said we'll talk about conventions. Mm. Um, I think we've talked about the first convention you've ever attended before, have we? Have we attended before? I don't know if I've talked well, about it before. You might have briefly mentioned it, but I don't think we've officially talked about it. So, Rye, I'm going to ask you, tell me about your first convention. Okay, well, all right. Make yeah. sure you guys tune in as well and... Uh you know, tell us about your experiences too, because I'd love to hear them. I'm sure my would also love yeah. to hear them. Like yeah. first convention yeah. experiences are always very interesting to say the least. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Gosh, this is, this is, this is such a throwback. Um, when was my first convention? First convention, I would have been about, look, I, there, it is in the rules not to mention your age, but I will mention mine because I am of age. So we're going to talk about it. Um, I think my first convention was, I was still in high school. I would have been at the start of high school. So I was about like 13, I think mm -hmm. 13. I can, uh, attended my first convention because a friend of mine was into pop culture. Um, I had no idea conventions existed until this point in time. Yeah. And, um, 
I think the first one for me was actually Melbourne. It's actually a dead convention now. It's called Melbourne Armageddon. Armageddon was the name of the convention. Oh. Yeah, and then they later like they later changed the name to something else, which I can't remember to save my life. Um, but that was my first convention way back when in uh, gosh, when was that? That would have been like two thousand and nine. I was a okay, child, okay. like I was a fetus, like a child doesn't even cut <laughs> I was a fetus back then. Um, I went with a group of close friends of mine, uh, close primary school friends of mine, which I am still friends with actually. Uh, and uh, I thought it would be a great idea to cosplay because I that was around the same time I found cosplay. So um, yeah, yeah. So that was around the same time I found cosplay. Yeah. Being that age and going to a convention with your friends, what what kind of thing did you expect? I don't and, know. You know. Like I didn't okay. really know <laughs> what to expect. So I was like kind of at that at that point in time, like, you know, I knew I liked anime, I knew I liked reading manga, I just wanted to, I guess, kind of make friends and meet other people that were kind of, you know, shared similar interests to me because at the time mm. At that point in time, um, you know, Japanese pop culture, anime, manga, you know, cosplaying and things, like, you know, of that kind of nature was not very, um, it was still quite niche. It had its own little community, very tight knit. Um, it was in a little bubble. It's not as exposed to the rest yeah. of society as it is nowadays. Like nowadays, it's very accessible to most people. Um, yeah. It's very mainstream. And um, it's it wouldn't be classified as very heavily quotation marks like weird, you know. Like yeah. back in the day, it was a bit of that. Like people didn't really know what it was. Um, you know, you're kind of like nerdy or geeky if you're into that kind of stuff. But nowadays, it's cool. You know how times have changed. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So I didn't really know yeah, what to expect, the... honestly. Um, Jenna says. I mean, I guess it helped that you were going with friends as well. I think. Yeah, yeah. So we went with friends. So it wasn't too bad. But um, yeah. Jenna says, but I... are there photos of baby right? Um, there are. I think there is only like one photo that yeah. I can probably find. Uh, I think my best friend Kate, she has, um, or Caroline, she she has it. Um, a photo of it <laughs> somewhere in her archives because that's how we actually met. She did a documentary on me and the cosplay community and that's why she has one of those photos. So, Incarist, hello, oh, right, right, welcome. Yeah. Right, right, welcome. Yeah, I remember seeing the documentary. Yeah, I remember Yeah, the there's now. a documentary somewhere on YouTube that's unlisted that Cake made of me. So, uh, don't, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, like, my first convention was a lot later mm. um, age-wise. I, I was 17 at the time, 17, mm. 18 at the mm -hmm, time. Mm -hmm. So um, what I expected was obviously going to be a lot different to what you would have expected mm. or um, would have thought what a convention would have been. So I was just curious to see if you had yeah, any Yeah, I was curious to see. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I probably – yeah, I went to – my first convention when I was 17 was um, – so if you're old enough to remember Animania – Oh, yes. Animania 2006 Ooh. Sydney weekend was my very first convention. Um, yeah, 2006. So how many years ago is that now? 15 years ago, oh, I wow. think. wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, and it was when uh, Sydney 
Animania actually skipped around different convention centers, but it was the first time, uh, it was still when they were still back in Town Hall mm -hmm. in the city of Sydney. And so I, I really didn't know what to expect. I just wanted to go because I went to an all-girls public school and I didn't have any friends who were into the same sort of animes and manga that I was in. And I was just dying to see other people um, who are fans. And I uh -huh. just wanted to know that I wasn't the only fan out there in the world uh -huh. that liked anime that. and manga. So I didn't have an expectation. I went, really enjoyed it, really tired as well, because it was a lot of things to see. So a lot of walking yeah, around. Yeah, And I... then I heard about yeah mm, i definitely remember my first convention being very very tiring as well okay let's quickly look at the comments now um chico says yep. i honestly don't remember my first convention experience it was easily over 10 years ago would have been eight to nine i think though technically it was only Ooh. a car show so it still took place in the mcec so it counts i guess that kind of counts yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. also inkara yeah. says and haven't joined a convention yeah. yet because Philippines don't really have that much. Oh, really? Um, Inc. I thought it would have. I thought Philippines would have had quite a few conventions. Like I know. Yeah, the Philippines has um, cosplay mania, and they run a few sub conventions. Yeah, as like well, little mini so... conventions. I think they yeah. have. It's mostly unless, American. Unless convention. that's not really into the stuff you're into, I suppose, because cosplay mania. A lot of the Philippines cos um, uh, conventions focus a lot more on cosplay. Cosplay based. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose unless you're a cosplayer, that might not have a lot of things that interest you. Um, mm -hmm. And Salika, is that right to read? It says anime in 2006 in Melbourne was my first con. Hey, join me, 2006 first con. Yeah, Yay. 2006 but first con. I was in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I definitely. Yeah. Mm, like I definitely remember the first convention being very tiring. One, it was, it mm. was a tiring convention. I'm not gonna lie. Like I wasn't even wearing that big of a cosplay either. It was like very simple. Um, I went as an Anbu Black Ops from Naruto. So, <laughs> some, you know, no-name ninja. Um, you know, maybe one day I'll redo that costume just, you know, to the do the comparison. But uh, it was very tiring because, you know, like Mai said, there's a lot of things to look at, like, you know, because it's the first time you've kind of had that mm. exposure to a community, um, to kind of like a small snippet of the world that is very much, you know, part of your comfort zone. Like, you, yeah. you obviously enjoy the content, Um it's there's there's really nothing like a first anime convention experience like there's both good and bad points to it that is for sure but um yeah yeah definitely definitely like it's it's um it's 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 a very surreal kind of experience that's I totally agree. Sure. I totally agree. I think it's also um not just a first convention experience but also when a new convention opens up and you're going to go join this new convention for the very first time as well is also really interesting or going interstate in your case especially right yes um first con interstate is probably also very different oh wait, no no well. mine is mine was in melbourne melbourne you know but you went interstate for when you went the first time interstate to oh first time interstate well. yeah first time interstate yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. first so time interstate is also very experience. very different sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah no that's all good but yeah, first convention. Yeah. Wow, that was such a long time ago. Like it's it's pretty amazing. I'm not gonna lie to see how far, um, how far developed conventions have come since like that yeah. period in time. Kind of like the 2000s, like late 2000s. Um, it's it's a yes. very different convention scene now. Like it's it's a lot bigger. They're a lot sort of um grander in scale. 
um, obviously cosplay is so much more accessible now. So you have mm. more cosplayers. The quality of costumes is going up. Um, you know, you've got bigger events, more community-based things and guests as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's very, very different from those early convention days, that's for sure. Yeah. 2006 also was a very interesting year because that was the year Animania was getting really big. So um, the I think from around 2006, 2007 was when Animania became really, really big. And um, because they were so all over the Australia as well. They had mm. one in practically every mm. uh, capital, uh, state capital yeah. city. They, it was a very interesting kind of um, growth for the anime community back then. And um, yeah, and then 2007 was when Smash started. And I can tell mm-hmm. you, having had been in Smash from 2007, it's not the convention everyone now thinks it is. It was very <laughs> different back in 2000. It was so different. It's not even um, an understatement to say that it was less than what Animania was back then. It wasn't even a downgraded version of Animania. It was very much, uh, imagine if one of your uni uh, anime groups got together, clubs got together and made a big convention for a few hundred people to attend Mm -hmm. kind of scale. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, it's interesting to see where everybody got there. Uh-huh. Um, got to where they are now, yeah. And I think we've got um, Chen says, remember when everyone was doing Hare Hare Yukai? Now, that might actually be a state or city-based uh, um, um, activity because Sydney never had that. That was definitely a thing in Melbourne. Uh, yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, it was a thing in Melbourne. Like, everybody was doing it. Everybody and their mums was doing it. It was... It and was mums. Yeah, like... It's it's just a phrase. It's just a it's just it's just a term we use. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, but, okay, 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 okay. Meaning a lot of people were doing it. Yeah, um, it's an Aussie phrase. My, I'm surprised you haven't heard that before. It's an Aussie Aussie slang. It's a bit of Aussie no, no, I, slang I had for to you. Think about it because like you've got you've got like things like Pokemon where now it's actually mums and child. Okay. Going to yeah. Pokemon, okay. So fair enough. Yeah, but for those tuning in, it is an Aussie phrase. So when you say like everyone and their mums, like that's yeah. it means a lot of people were doing it. Yeah, yeah. practically the whole entire community. <laughs> yeah, kind back of yeah, 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 basically, basically, basically. Yeah. So I've been in Japan too long. I'm getting brainwashed by the Japanese people here, mm. and I'm forgetting all my Aussie phrases and Aussie slang. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, like a lot of people in my <laughs> generation can dance Hare Hare Yukai, but mm. I don't think it was sort of the thing that everybody just did. Mm. Although I have to say it was that generation where everybody at the karaoke comps back in anime conventions were all singing God Knows. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, that would have been it. That would have been it as well. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, what about like from there, having had attendant conventions and you've obviously been cosplaying and mm-hmm. being part of things um, – as an attendee, what got you interested into going behind the scenes, right? Like, oh, behind the scenes. Hmm. Did you have much of an option, though? It was kind of just presented um, to you, I think. I kind of just tripped and fell in by accident, um, not going to lie. So so when my talk's about being behind the scenes at a convention, um, I actually do a thing with Madman Anime Festival. Um mm. Well, they're 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 anime festival now, but you know, with Madman, yeah, yeah. we do it together with Madman. Um, I actually run the Fate Grand Order Experience, 
we've talked about this in our first episode before. We've definitely mm. touched on it. Fate fam rep, exactly, Chico, exactly. Um, but it kind of just sort of was a, a build-up over a couple of years where uh, I had this idea of, you know, just wanting to cosplay with my friends and the series I was really into at the time was obviously Fate because around <laughs> 2015 was when uh, Unlimited Blade Works came out and I just like fell mm. into that hole, into the void and then never came out. Like I just absolutely obsessed with the series. So I was like, oh, wouldn't it be fun? And then around the same time, FGO came out and um, some friends in Japan, um, Kinoko actually, she was doing some cosplay groups, like big fate cosplay groups so um yeah i had seen these on twitter seen the images and i just like dm'd a couple of friends and were like hey guys like do you want to um you know get together for yep. some cosplay and do a fake group so the first year we had literally this is this is also the same year that i met my um yes. how was it 20 people it was like 20 20 or so people yes, or just some close friends like of myself yeah. Um, and we did a fake group and that's how it started. It's, it's also where we actually met some of our closest friends, like, you know, Ian and, um, uh, Kaz and everybody else. So it was, yeah, it started from there. And then the year after I was like, well, why don't we just organize another one? I think it would be a lot of fun. Like we had a lot yep. of, um, fun in, in the first year and, yep. um, yeah and then it just kind of exploded from there it got it got really really um i don't know I, I guess the news just got out and got around somehow yeah. but the second year yeah. we went from literally a group of 20 to a group of about 50 people yes yes so yes, yes. it was it was kind of crazy it just and then obviously like fgo was getting a little bit more popular fate was becoming actually mainstream because a fate as the series has always been a little bit more niche. It's a bit hard to get into. It kind of has a huge multiverse like M MCU. So it's, it's, mm. it's very hard to know where to start. Um, uh, so, so it was getting bigger and more people were getting in on it. And the, the news about the cosplay group was traveling and traveling quite fast at that stage as well. So, yeah. Um, year by year the groups just doubled in size gradually and um, it got to I think it was 2017 or 2008 2017 smash was when we had I think it was like 80 something people it was a big group like I did not it was 2018 wasn't it the convention center in Sydney Oh, 2018? 2018. 2018. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it would have been 2018. Yeah. So 2018, we we had just... So, like, I think it was 2017 and 18 that I actually started making these uh, meetups public because up, up until that stage, they were all private meetups of, like, you know, friends yeah. of friends and people that we yes. know. It wasn't really open to any other cosplayers i guess that we didn't know and then as we were doing the groups more cosplayers um and enthusiasts saw us so they jumped in and we went around and rounded actually people up for group photos yeah. that the news must have just spread it was crazy so 2018 we had a massive like 80 person group um yeah. one of our friends at uh 
Madman, um, Jess. She worked at Madman for, yes. at the time. Um, but she took a photo and sent it to Japan. So yes, yes. Uh, she did. That's kind of just how it happened. And then uh, yeah. literally... 2018 was a year I couldn't cosplay with you guys. So I mm. was so jealous. Mm. I was in a suit that year. Oh, um, so for those of you listening, um, uh, sm- uh, Smash stuff in the guest department wear a suit for the duration of the convention. Uh-huh, so uh-huh, unfortunately, uh-huh. we didn't get to cosplay. Uh, I didn't get to cosplay. So I just uh, sat in the corner watching Rai round everybody up for their photos. And I'm helping her yell at people because I have a really loud voice um, trying to get the photos done. It was really cold and really fun. That's all I can remember. Cold, and I very windy. wish yeah. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then literally fast forward a few months down the track, I was doing the booth. <laughs> yeah, you were. You really were. Yeah. 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 It was. It was. I was talking to to not Jess, but someone else who was working at Batman, and um, yeah, they were like, "Oh yeah, um, we're thinking of doing something fake Grand Order," and I'm like, "Yeah, that'll be fun. You know, big great." fan here you're talking to sure i'd love to see something for um official in australia for fate and they were like yeah we're thinking of inviting ryan i'm like yes bring on rye i can finally work with rye and i wasn't sure when i was allowed to tell rye this so i had to wait till i mentioned to me that madman had invited her to work behind the scenes yeah, yeah so so that's how that's how like i kind of tripped and fell in by accident for behind the scenes work for cook conventions and i can't say it's not something that i have considered before because i think it's very different um attending a convention to mm-hmm. actually working on behind the scenes and um you know like to yeah like it's it's a completely different experience like that is for yeah. sure like you get to see how the convention is literally built from the floor up to when you walk in through the gates you know through the doors on a saturday morning it's it's totally crazy like for for those of you who are not in australia um we uh our conventions generally run for three two days or three days so generally days. starting on a friday Kind of, depending on um, the... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Mare Potato, thank you so much for the follow. Supernova. Yeah, I think Supernova does oh. like three days, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's very, very uh, different for, I think, most countries. I know America, yeah. they do like four days, and I can't, I can't imagine how people do four-day conventions because I'm already like pooped after two days but um yeah it's it's such a it's such an eye-opener being behind the scenes because at yes. like you know <laughs> at, at 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 our core Maya and I are both still very much fans of you know the pop culture mm. the content and being able to actually have a part in that where um you know you can see something that's tangible that you've worked on it, yep. you know, and people are enjoying the experience um, or you're doing translating. It's very, it's, it's, it's such an eye opener and it, it makes you really, really appreciate how much work and time and effort and planning like goes mm-hmm. into these big, massive events. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Like 
um, I, I, so you've never volunteered at an event either? I, I have never volunteered. Yeah, I have never volunteered. Um, yeah, oh, no. so you went straight into staff. From... I went straight into staff. Yeah, it was it, it was definitely a huge uh, learning experience. That's for sure. Yeah, it's oh, okay. a huge learning experience for me. And I think um, especially like working with my team, you know, the fake yeah. fam at the booth, like you can, and I, I know you definitely saw it my because um, the booth in its first year was mm. very different to the booth in the most recent yes. year that we've done yes. it. Yeah. We, we yeah. really like the team at the booth. I can never talk about them enough. I can never praise them enough. I can never, you know, share my love enough about the Fate Fam team at the booth. They really did build the booth from the ground up. It's crazy. Yeah. Yes. No, they, no, you all really did like include yourself in that rye as well, because you're part of the group. Like, if it wasn't for you guys together, I don't think you would have made it happen. Like, I mean, I can tell that's one of your fate fam who's been Yes, up. yes, Chico is part of the fate fam. Yes, yeah. yes. So 2020 Sydney in particular, compare that back to, when was our first? Um, the first FGO? one was... 2017, Melbourne? 17 wasn't booth, it was 18 where the booth happened. Oh, okay. It feels right. like it feels like so much longer because we've done it so we've done yeah. it so many times now. Um, so oh, you've never been to a convention though. Technically speaking, you've only done it a year and a half. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It feels like three years, honestly. It, like the amount of work and the amount of effort that we've all gone into doing this, it feels like so much longer. Yeah, it feels no, like I totally so much feel. longer. Cause it's because you guys have a bond as well. Like I know you guys yeah. talk to each other after the event and stuff we as do. well. We do. Like, we do. Mingling, talk. chatting, making a community, sort of making that bond. It makes it feel like a lot longer. I it, totally it agree. It really like, does. Like we've got such a strong team. We really are a family. Like when I say Fate Fair, we really are a family. Um, mm. You know, all the guys work really hard. I'm a bit of a slave driver sometimes, but everybody, you know, there's no complaints so far anyway. <laughs> and everybody works very hard, you know, just to get the job done. You know, playtime is playtime, but when we need to work, everybody's there, they're, you know, pulling yeah. their own weight. Like I always love walking by your booth whenever whenever I get the chance because yeah. I'm not always available. But when I get yeah. the free time, I always try and sneak out to say hi to Rai and her gang, her fam. And I, I just love the feel, the vibes that you guys have at the Fate booth. It's so yeah fun. yeah the vibes are always lots of fun it's really high energy everybody's mm -hmm. excited to be there you know there is such a community spirit and like it's it's honestly like being there from the start to like where the booth is now and i'm also very excited to see what you know will happen with the booth in the future I'm very excited yeah. to see where we'll be able to take it. But so far from where we've got it from point A, like ground up to now is incredible. Like the booth really yeah. was very big. Like we've had such big booths, like from the first booth that we had, which was like literally tiny. Um, yeah. We have so much space now. It's, it's amazing. Like I'm just in awe every time I think about it in awe, like crazy. I think it's a, I don't think it's a matter of time. Um, right before they actually just make it even bigger and just give you an actual stage and proper audio set up and get rid of that mic off you that really bad scratchy oh gosh, the wireless really mic. horrible <laughs> mic yeah it's pretty terrible isn't it like 
Yeah. Um, so for those of you listening, Rai is really famous at Madman Anime Festival. We can hear her from the other side of the convention hall. And the convention hall is gigantic. There has been... Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I have to mention this. So 2020... So Sydney 2020, when we had an event, um, the guests from Japan there were artists and they were doing a live drawing and every single time they went quiet to keep drawing all we could hear was Rai from the other side from <laughs> like the main stage and even the artists were sitting there laughing with me as we could hear Rai from the other side of the hall <laughs> they literally asked me after the like panel Rai um because I was their interpreter uh-huh. and they actually said where was that voice coming from does she have a mic? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, she has a mic. She is just that loud. I'm sorry. And they were like, oh, no, no, it's not a bad thing. It's just um, really, you know, nice, nice and fun. Yeah, it's it's good to have that background as I stay quiet and draw. Yeah, it's, 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 it says, no, Doc, I wouldn't say I'm famous. I'm just infamously loud is, I think, the term that we're looking for here. It is... I, I believe um, I have talked about this before on the channel here as well in funny convention stories one time, but like they really, I, I, I do not have any um, self-awareness, I guess, in, um, um, but like it's very much like I do not have that kind of self-awareness when I'm speaking in public places, like when I'm doing emceeing work, when I'm doing public speaking work, I really kind of sometimes don't have that self-awareness of how loud exactly I am because when I speak, I naturally project my voice and you can, you can hear it now, even in my current setup, like I, I am projecting my voice. Um, that's why there's a compressor on my mic, uh, props and thank yous to acid for helping me set that up. But there, there was previously in the early days of streaming, there was no compressor, right? Acid yeah. is a really great friend of mine. He helped me set it up. So I'm not going to blast everybody's eardrums. So thank you. Bless his soul. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I am still projecting my voice into the mic, which will also project my voice. So <laughs> also hello yeah. Tangers. Welcome to the stream. Uh, Tangers says that's me, but the opposite. I don't realize how quiet I am when I speak to people. <laughs> I'll be really honest, though. I'm kind of loud as well, like Rye. I just have a lot more... I'm a bit more self-conscious of how loud I am. I'm literally one of those um, children, used to be one of those kids that could never whisper in public because everyone could hear what I'm saying anyway. So I'm a bit guilty with Rye as well. I'm actually sitting about 30 centimeters away from my mic at the moment because uh-huh. I'm worried about how loud I am. Um, uh-huh. But, yeah, totally... Um... <laughs> Yeah, R- Rai and I together in particular, when we're just fangirling or yeah. just talking about this actors, we could probably wake up the whole city when that it is, happens. So, yeah. It is definitely <laughs> a lot. Doc says, why both y'all yelling? Never mind, my headset volume is too high. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. We're, trying, we're not trying to deafen people. Like, I think um, if you go back and listen to our first episode, um, we the, were <laughs> then when we were setting up our mics and... Um, you can hear some pops in the episode of episode one. I have to go back and fix those, but I haven't yet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, that's me and Rai not being able to control our laughing and our crazy conversations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, <laughs> yeah, I totally, yeah, I'm guilty of that too, Rai. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So go back 
what we were talking about before yeah so volunteering and being a staff are extremely different experiences so i'm one of those people who went from attendee to volunteer to staff and uh -huh. then to i'm now a freelance so people hire me as a third party staff to help run the conventions so mm -hmm. i've seen it in mm -hmm. different steps they're all very very different and i agree right when you go behind the scenes you really do appreciate yeah, how it's... much just goes in to make this event possible yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely like it's just it's 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 really really eye-opening like i highly recommend everybody who's kind of tuning in today um or tunes into or listens to our podcast i highly recommend like volunteering at a convention at least once at least once in your lifetime if you go to conventions or if you haven't been to conventions before definitely um definitely go to a convention go and attend a yeah. convention like I start, like I noticed a couple of the viewers are um, from America. Like I think Rai, when you mentioned that some of the conventions go on for more than a couple of days, like more than the weekend, that's yes. actually usually because it's held in a hotel. Mm, um, yes, yes, yes. Actually, do have to be eighteen plus to attend. Oh, um, okay. Because the hotel itself so it has a bar and stuff alcohol but um if there is one nearby you if not maybe you can um just attend um with some friends some mm -hmm. really close friends or with family um something like that it's um a lot of fun to just go to a convention um if you're lucky to be in a big city as well or have the um a bit older and are able to travel by yourself try go to a couple of different ones as well just to see how different they are because every convention will always focus on something different to mm -hmm. some to the other conventions it just feels different like even smash and anime festival alone are two different conventions that i enjoy both for both of their own uniquenesses if that makes sense mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah definitely yeah yeah like yeah i think that's probably one thing that i've learned a lot from being at a convention attending conventions in different ways like you also panel though don't you right you've uh, paneled i paneled twice before i believe um and at the time um when i did those two panels i think i wasn't at um for me personally i'm always obviously after you know bettering myself and personal development Ooh. in that sense but i think at the time i wasn't that great at sort of uh public speaking on a live um it from like a live point of view and actually organizing that so i've done like maybe two to three panels before and um the way i like to go about things it definitely um is a very different setup live that's for sure especially if you're doing live demonstrations for makeup which is what i've done both times mm -hmm. um hair and makeup it does require a lot more sort of um working schematics and having you know powerpoints set up your tools set up and you know your model setup plus cameras and things like that so it definitely doesn't really work that well on an anime convention scale of things unless you've really really pre-planned with the actual convention itself so they didn't really go that well but of course it is a learning experience so yeah yeah it's um it's definitely I appreciate about conventions you get to try things you get to try things that's for sure that's for sure yeah yeah like one yeah. of the first things that made me really jump into a convention at the very beginning when I volunteered for Smash the first time was I wanted more like 
to experience the responsibilities mm. of being more than just an attendee. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like it, it feels like for me, the way that I see it is I'm really blessed to have, you know, been given this role, been put in this spot where now it's sort of, I've already, I think I've already kind of talked about this before as well. And my definitely knows this for sure is that like, mm. I grew up in convention spaces. Like, you know, I've just told you guys, I started going to conventions when I was relatively young. Um, a lot of the friends I've made at conventions are my lifetime friends, you know, are my lifelong friends now. And they, we talk about it all the time because, uh, most of my friends are older than me, a little bit older than me, um, or around the same age as me. And they literally say like, wow, we watched you grow up in this convention mm -hmm. space. So it's, yeah. it's, yeah. So it's in, um, so for me, it's a way of kind of giving back to a community that has essentially raised me and made me the person I am today. So yeah, it definitely feels, um, much more meaningful in that sense to me to do this, yeah. you know? Yeah. I actually yeah. love that you brought that up, right? Because obviously when I started working in conventions and I started mm. attending conventions, I was on the older side of the generation. Therefore, what I wanted to do was give the younger generation what I couldn't have but wanted. It's very much so that too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I so agree. That's what we have. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think I'm having two different. The, the age gap is actually good here because you're getting two different sides of two different opinions from both of us. Like yes. Yeah. Like I wanted to give everybody what I wanted but couldn't have, and what and I'm jealous of you guys. The the people who got to experience it from a younger age, including you, Rai. See, I'm jealous of look, all of you. I definitely got. That's what you, I want to do that. Yeah, I definitely got yeah. like more of that experience, but definitely not as much as the current generation that's coming through the convention space. That's like true. their that's experience true. is so much more involved. It's so much more rich in terms of what they mm -hmm. can experience. I'm very jealous of that. And I'm sure it will continue to improve, obviously, as the years go <laughs> by. Obviously, conventions lately haven't been really happening. Um, the world has changed a lot, but I'm really excited to see what will uh, happen going forward so chico says uh, one awkward thing that can happen when volunteering is people mistaking you for general <laughs> convention staff instead of booth yeah. staff yep got asked a few times where uh, several things were last year had to answer to the best of my ability yeah definitely definitely um what i like about that comment uh, one of the first years when i was part of um smash the first time um i was part of the the, the cosplay team so we ran the cosplay comp and looked after the cosplayers with oversized props and things like that mm -hmm. so we had a cosplay prop check-in booth which was right next to the info desk so uh, i actually had to know everything about what was going in uh -huh, smash uh -huh. because people didn't know if i was information desk mm -hmm. or cosplay prop checkup yeah so i did know everything about the convention so now i could definitely feel that like i rem i was uh when i was staff i was actually telling my volunteers who was working for me in cosplay that you need to read the program and mm -hmm. the map back to front mm -hmm. so if you can't blurb it out when so you're asked at least you can point it out in the program yes so that yes knew where to go like the attending knew where to go so i totally understand yeah. where that's coming from yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like on, on, <laughs> yeah. On Chico's comment, like definitely we have a much more specialized team at the, the fake grand order experience. That's yeah. for sure. Like they are there to do fake grand order and pretty much fake grand order only. I don't expect them to do anything else because that's not what they sign up for. Um, but it, it does make it a bit frustrating when we clearly have our t-shirts on and people are like, sorry, can you just, uh, help me with this? And I'm like, 
no because I don't actually know either <laughs> I apologize yeah um, yeah. Um, doc in interest you guys say manuals um we don't always have manuals unfortunately when we're at a convention especially in a convention style like um smash where hey Brian welcome back our volunteers um they don't get paid so when volunteers who are fans are making a convention for fans it's not always possible to have a perfectly uh, completed manual for our volunteers and staff um <laughs> for them to train from or to learn from so i unfortunately manuals don't always exist and when you have uh, conventions um run by large companies like madman um most people are um, given the correct knowledge to run their section not necessarily the whole entire convention itself and especially when you've got conventions with so many things going on at the same time it's almost impossible to know everything that's happening at a particular con so that's um, my two cents there anything to add right to that um I mean you guys are a little bit different though because you guys specifically are FGO yeah we like specifically you... are FGO so also hi hi Brian hi welcome back what are we doing yes that's that's a mood that's the mood at the booth usually um yeah so yeah because we are specifically at the booth like FGO um it does yeah. make it a little bit harder like I don't really stress the fact on knowing where everything is like just the general layout is enough and kind of what's close to us because obviously like we have the big signs we have the big booth set up most people who walk in will definitely know what we are there for um yeah, yeah. I'm also going to add that because like set set up time preparing mm. time is so rush 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 we don't as volunteers and stuff, we don't sometimes even get the chance to remember that there's a pamphlet that we should go get and put in our pockets yes. for the rest of the event. Yes. So we're kind of free-handedly going by what's going on. Oh. I don't even know where the go booth is half the time. I literally just listen to Rai's voice and follow my, her voice there. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually gotten into the habit for our team at the booth um, of pre-printing like a big sheet yeah. of paper for the actual map and the pamphlet and what's going on and putting it at the booth because it, it's just gotten That's to that right. point where like you know we've got our setup time down to three hours now so I'm very proud of our team I'm very proud of them three hours setup time okay. uh we were I think we were like actually one of the first ones out of the convention hall last time at Sydney yeah because we'd finished so quickly and I told Jaren who's who's my boss um god bless his soul uh i told jerry we're like all right jerry we, we done now and he was like huh he was like what <laughs> he was like what <laughs> Just... but it's it's pretty amazing how our team managed to blitz through it i'm very very yeah, proud no, of them that's, yeah. that's fair enough. I, I remember that as well because um we were on the guest side and um um uh, i think someone from madman um walked up to me and was like have you seen rye and i'm like uh uh is she isn't she down there they're like no there's no one there at the booth but it's set up so i'm like she's probably gone home and they're like wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no it happens yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay let's uh, we've got salika here we've got i've had a pretty varied experience with conventions i started volunteering after my first year spent a few years on a convention community and then helped out artist friends at their table for a few years and then finally started working at a stores booth that's a very interesting experience as well they're all very different mm, experiences each definitely volunteering committee so i so that's a little bit like staff or it depends on the convention oh, sometimes planning, they're the same probably yeah yeah and then artist alley and then a booth 
Oh yeah, yes, I helped out of the yeah. booth as well. That's exhibition is really different to all of those. Yeah. Exhibition, I don't think I've had a chance. I guess you would call the Fate booth exhibition kind of, but also uh, not no, no, really. No, they're the people who borrow booths. Like, oh wait, like okay, your... no, no, no. Then I haven't had. I definitely yeah. haven't had a chance to experience an ex- actual like exhibitors booth. I have done Artist mm. Alley to help out friends before. That's definitely something I have experienced. Mm. Um. But it's it's very different to sort of running your own booth and having to sort out every little detail yeah. that goes into that. Yeah, it's it's yeah. um yeah made me very inspired to continue bringing you know the same you know even better quality experience every single time. We gotta like we gotta up the ante every single time. You know, and like like Brian <laughs> says, we gotta go faster. <laughs> Like like Brian actually says, we've got to go faster, got to beat the other states uh, e- even more in terms of setup time. Yes, we do have a challenge usually set up oh. for setup. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Have you done artist side though? You help out like... Artists, yeah. Uh, I've actually tabled my own artist table um, before. This is like... <laughs> very long time ago about three years uh four years ago now about four years ago now back in um 2017 around yeah. that time i i tabled next to my best friend caroline um or cake as you guys know her uh but because she she obviously tables at conventions doing her art and um mm-hmm. deco den and like charms and things but i wanted to try so i i booked a half table with her to advertise at the time because it was very big for me i was doing and taking a lot of uh cosplay wig commissions so i was doing wigs like styling wigs it was like i was doing like a lot of wigs back in the day so um i actually booked a half table to advertise for that so Mm. yeah definitely is a very different experience Mm. That's for sure. Yeah, that's one thing I haven't done, I think, at a convention. Like, mm. I've done most things at a convention, but I haven't done um, Artist Alley. So that's definitely yeah. something yeah. probably different again. Yeah, yeah wigs are yeah. very, very... Yes, Doc, I did wigs for a bit and um, <laughs> Epic Gravity Defying Wigs. I definitely do not do them as much as I used to, obviously because the convention scene has kind of died down a little bit more. But I would, uh, I would definitely love to get back into it. It, it is a lot of fun. I, I very much enjoy it. It's one of my favorite things about cosplay. Yeah. Yeah, wigs are not my thing. So <laughs> my, my would know yeah. though. My would know. She's seen my wigs before. She's just got one of yeah. my wigs. Yes, I do. I do. Izzy! Ryan's wigs are fantastic. They're awesome. Hello. They're very very. Um, also, like, talking about that, though, mm. w- was your first cosplay that one you were just mentioning earlier from okay. that convention? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Hi, Izzy. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to the stream. It's Izzy, my. It's Izzy. Oh, yeah. Hi, Izzy. Hi. Hi. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> Izzy, not li- <laughs> um, what I recognize. Yes. <laughs> but um, actually um wigs definitely are a great option sorry doc i'll quickly just answer your question but yeah wigs definitely are a really great option and they're super super accessible these days um in comparison to what they used to be Mm. but yeah the first cosplay i did was actually um yeah the one i mentioned which is the um (laughs) the naruto cosplay the unbrew black ops i was not wearing a wig i used my actual hair uh, back in the day, I still actually had black hair. Um, I haven't had black hair for a very mm-hmm. long time, but I did have that and I didn't use a wig for it. 
because wigs were not a thing. And uh, I think it, it honestly took me quite a few years to get into wigs because wigs, one, like the quality wasn't as good as these days. And two, they were not very accessible. And three, yes, like Izzy says, back in the day when you just use your own damn hair. Yep, correct. It's also really ex- expensive. They were ridiculously expensive. To yeah, buy they were them. ridiculously expensive, like back in the yeah. day, for sure. Like wigs, um, 100%. It, it, it costs an arm and a leg to buy a wig like pun yeah. completely intended but yeah it really did they were they were quite expensive to get your hands on yeah i think i i ended up buying wigs from japan and shipping them in and even mm. the international shipping was cheaper than wigs you could buy in sydney back like then, locally so. yeah local based wigs yeah, yeah. and and like yeah. like izzy is saying um first wig was 40 dollars and the quality was ass yeah i agree yeah. i probably also spent about 40 dollars that's in Australian dollars, by the way, <laughs> um, yes, on my first wig. And quality-wise, it really just wasn't wasn't there. Yeah, let's be real. It really wasn't there. The quality was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I got to agree with that. You, you couldn't do anything with wigs back then. They were no. just... You put anything heat near them and they would just melt, basically. Yeah, they frizz. Yeah. They frizz. They, they frizz and melt. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. No. I totally agree with you. I think I had a pink wig once from like Patty's Market in in Sydney, but mm. I think okay, I was wearing Market, it to yeah. something non-convention and never wore it ever again because it was just <laughs> so itchy and so bad. And you'd cut it, and it just it was just so the plastic was so light back then yes. that it would just fly everywhere from uh-huh. like the smallest thing. So yeah. it was really bad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, crafty Absolutely. dead hair. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to phrase it. Izzy, yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Crafty uh-huh. dead hair wigs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Pretty yeah, bad. Like, but what got you curious into cosplay then? Out of curiosity. Um, I think it was that main. So the it goes back to that first convention, Armageddon, where my friend invited me, um, with a bunch of our other friends, and I don't know how I found it, but I think it's because they mentioned that you know, like, oh, like people dress up. And I've, mm. I've always been a very, like, artsy, very creative type person. So when okay. I found out about it, I was like, oh, okay, so I'll dig a little deeper. And, you know, like, going onto the internet and, like, you know, looking up what cosplay was and seeing um, what cosplay is, uh, that definitely is how I actually found about found out about it through this friend of mine from, from, from primary school. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And then, yeah. just uh, again, I fell into that hole and never made it out again. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's kind yeah, of how okay. it happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's bit. It's very different to where I am because because I'm Japanese. I've always known yeah. what cosplay is, and yeah. I've always been curious. But uh, back when I was in high school, <laughs> you can laugh <laughs> if I ever showed you photos from my high school mm. days. Right, I look so different. Um, I was more of a tomboy, and I didn't like dressing up and wearing frills same. or colors and things like that. Like, I wore same. probably the same two or three pairs of jeans um, and any same. T-shirt that wasn't too girly same. every day. Um, I used to do horse riding as well, guys. So I used to wear a lot of um, clothes that was easy to get dirty, easy to wash. That was my kind of fashion with a with a baseball cap, essentially, because I loved caps back then. Uh-huh. Um, so... Same. Cosplay to me was my my expression of finally being able to dress up in things I I would never wear in my daily life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Also, yeah. quickly, my yeah. just uh, Doc is asking us to take a shot, so we will take that shot. Yeah, right I just now. saw that. Yeah, okay, all right. 
Good just time one? to get some water in you. Just one? Mm-hmm. Just one. We can take another one if you want, but... <laughs> Done. thank okay. you so much doc for the shot um yeah but i agree with you my like cosplay um i still didn't really get into so um i know i know a lot of you guys on the channel actually know okay sorry we got another shot incoming um okay sure 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 all right you sound sick right or am i going deaf um i think my voice just kind of goes raspy when i talk a lot izzy so that's probably why probably dry I it's probably dry it's yeah well. yeah yeah it's just um it's probably that but thank you for the shot um yeah like i'm like you guys know this strictly i am strictly a um oh my god ganyu thank you so much for the host um but uh i am very much strictly a like i will not and at the time i definitely didn't cosplay a lot of female characters because i just wasn't very comfortable uh similar to my i didn't you know like dressing up very girly mm -hmm. very much uh more of a tomboy so i did pretty strictly stick to cosplaying male characters for a very long time ah okay um, yeah. that was something i didn't i went to female characters immediately yeah, yeah i was okay. like look i want to be the tall bishonen men that I cannot find in my life, so. <laughs> nice and tall. I didn't have an option. Whenever I do, I'm not okay, tall so though. For those of you who's listening in, I'm actually very, very short. Um, I think uh, in centimeters, I'm 145 centimeters. So I think, um, if you change that to inches of feet, I don't think I'm even four feet. I think I'm three something. Oh really? I think you're yeah. four foot. Yeah, I, I'm not like even four feet. feet. No, I'm pretty sure I'm not. I'm pretty sure I looked it up. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not. Um, but anyways, I'm really small. Oh, Lord, my small. Yeah, <laughs> so, Izzy, my's really small. Yes, I'm really small. Sorry, guys. <laughs> my feet are also really small as well. So whenever I do a group cosplay, people will give me the shortest character ever. And usually it tends to be like your cute little girls sort of character. Yeah. Oh, now nah, four yeah. foot is oh, okay, 120. So okay, tall. so you are taller than four foot. Okay, okay cool. Okay. You're almost five. Okay. Now. Oh, thanks, Brian. Thank you. Um... Thank you. I really don't know my feet. Yeah, I'm four foot seven apparently. Yeah, okay. Also, Izzy, yes, I want to be that Ica man, you know? Got to be that Ica man. And Doc, to answer <laughs> your question, which cosplay is my favorite? Uh, out of the ones I've made so far, definitely like Emiya from Fate. He's kind of my go to like poster boy. Everybody knows mm. that, like, everybody knows that that outfit is mine. Like, everybody mm -hmm. in the Australian com knows that outfit is mine. <laughs> I that wear it. Uh, that's the first time I saw you in mm, cosplay as well. Like, yeah, I wear it so your... much. It is it is a six year old costume now, and it's holding Oof. up very well. Uh, the only thing that has fallen apart are the boots, but boots are replaceable easily. So yeah, it's fine. And you pulled it off. It was amazing. Thank you so much, Ganyu. I appreciate it. I appreciate. It. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 my favorite costume so far. Hmm. Yeah. So I usually get given the little short token girls in the group mm. a lot of the time. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why. I don't do a lot of cross plays. Like when mm. I did that D Grey Man shoot, you did you one. Yeah, I was gonna say. That, yeah, last a couple of years ago, I think it was. That was probably one of the few times you've seen me cross play. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I'm the opposite to Maya. I think it was only around maybe 2014 that I started um, 
cosplaying female characters like I really had oh. to be like I was basically forced is not a good way to put it but I was uh persuaded into doing it with a group of friends and um even even from then on out like I haven't done that many female cosplays because I just uh I'm either like really busy at conventions or something else I like you know the girls always have really long luscious hair and I'm not about that long wig life it, it gets tangled it gets everywhere so yeah. um I definitely uh try to avoid the female characters but I have grown into it a little bit more yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah I like seeing you in um, your rider by the way so I'm oh my rider outfit yeah she is definitely the waifu uh the number one waifu that I made sure that I have to cosplay. Like, honestly, with Ryder, I'm liking... This is... By the way, this is uh, Ryder from Fate. You know, Medusa. Oh, yeah, that's who we're talking about. Yeah. Um, Fate Stay Night. Yeah. From Fate Stay Night, yeah. Um, so she is, like, my ultimate waifu that I absolutely had to cosplay. I got the honour of meeting her amazingly talented voice actress, Asakawa Yusa. And she also has a Twitch, actually. Um, but she mm-hmm. was so lovely. Uh, she hugged me and I was like frozen in the spot for a moment before I like almost had a meltdown. It was so great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she loves uh, Medusa cosplayers. <laughs> she just, she's just so lovely. I can't say enough good words about her. Um, it was the best experience of my life. But um, I'm constantly upgrading that costume because I, I want to get uh-huh. to a point where it's absolute perfection, you know? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm. She would definitely um cosplay um cosplay more Ryder. She does actually Asaka san actually constantly looks around Twitter to see if she can find more people, so <laughs> she might give you a like, find you down. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I don't know. I think recently I've only really done really young characters just because of my height. I don't think I've done someone Yeah, I've only cosplayed really young characters mm. recently <laughs> yeah it's it's funny because when i do group cosplays nowadays i'm usually the oldest in the group or towards the oldest in the group uh-huh. like cosplaying the youngest characters in the yes. group yes yes <laughs> yes yeah yes all right so brian says then again it was pretty hard for you to move around the rider cost yeah it was at the booth yeah, so for those who don't know um you know, we, we just talked about the booth, but I do actually cosplay at the booth as well because I mm-hmm. feel like it's my, you know, duty <laughs> to cosplay at the booth. Um, got to gotta rep. The pressure. Yeah, you know, got to put the pressure on myself and rep cosplay at the booth as well. So I have done uh, the FGO booth in my rider costume a few times and it's definitely a bit harder to move in. Um, so I usually try to pick more... Uh, practical outfits before that day because I was going to go meet her voice actor I had to definitely wear it so it was no regrets hard to move around in god bless my team for all the help but like yeah does Ryder not have um, an other costumes that's more mobile she does she does but I was like I need to wear the iconic outfit to go meet (laughs) Asakawa-san so I had to I had to I had to do it you know you know yeah. Um, Izzy says, I'm waiting for the day I can bow down to Sakurai's feet IRL. I know, Izzy, same. Same, Izzy. Oh, I would love to see yes. that. Sakurai is in the voice actor Sakurai, I assume? Yes, yes, yes. Takahiro, yes, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
yeah no sakurai so i want to hear his voice live i just want to hear same his voice oh nice ganyu nice yes that would be so nice to hear his voice oh yep yeah uh we <laughs> yeah. will we will we will make it happen <laughs> no promises but we will I'll try to make it happen yeah yeah oh we just got a oh. long one from okay. Chico. yep Speaking of not being comfortable or even being comfortable, a cosplay discussion that li I'd like an answer to. When it comes to cosplay, my first attempt was a crossplay of Venus, Linus, Rhinus from Fate series, and unfortunately, everything involving the cosplay went wrong that weekend and left me quite shy and scared. What's a good way to escape this rut? I want to shrug off that bad experience due to having ordered it too small and get back into crossplay, cosplay, but don't know how to. Oh, oh that's, that's a really a good, good question, question actually chico and i i do remember um that because i think that was around the first time i met you actually in person but a good way to get out of that rut in my opinion um especially for costumes or characters that you might not feel very comfortable with um cross playing is a lot of effort um, mm -hmm. and it is definitely not for the faint of heart because there is so many things that you have to kind of learn and relearn from cosplaying as, um, you know, one gender. And then, you know, I'm using the term gender very loosely because we are very inclusive on this channel. We are an LGBTQIA friendly channel. And, um, so I'm, um, please keep in mind that I'm using these very, very loosely, um, these terms, but it's, it's very different from cosplaying from one gender, like your, you know, quote unquote assigned gender at birth, blah, blah. Um, or the one that you identify as and moving to something that's completely opposite. So there's a lot of things, um, you, you have to consider and to get out of that rut, Chico, the advice I can offer you as, as a, veteran cosplay god veteran cosplay i'm so <laughs> i've been doing it for too long now but the advice i can offer to you as a veteran cosplayer to get out of that rut is practice practice in your own time definitely yeah. do your research you know there's lots of things you can research for crossplay in particular i actually really wanted to do a um a stream on this as well because i think it's very important like yeah like izzy said having supportive friends and encouragement yeah. will help um but the other thing is to practice um do your research you know you can practice at home by yourself you know practice your makeup practice dressing up at home um practice posing in the mirror practice yeah. taking photos and getting feedback you know from similar um you know from communities that share a similar interest or are also involved in cross-playing i think it's always good to get that feedback um or you know from friends who also cross-play um or just from your friends in general you know you can get their opinion and their advice and feedback yeah. it's yeah. i think that's the best way to do it if you're not confident to wear it out to a convention just yet wear it at home you know wear yeah. it for a couple hours see how you feel about it um, you know, and then in your head or on a, um, you know, on a, on a, on a booklet or a notepad, write down what you liked about it. What made you feel good about this costume in this moment, in this time when you're wearing it? Was it your makeup that you really liked? Did you really like how you styled the wig? Um, did you like how you felt like, did you feel confident in, in the costume? Um, and definitely like learning from friends and cosplayers alike 
will yeah. help you kind of get out of that rut. Um, Easy says, I used to just shut my door for hours just to cut wigs and do makeup. Yeah, same Easy. So I, I definitely have experienced the same thing where for me, I always, for my makeup specific, uh, specifically, because it's something I always chase in my costumes, you know, I chase that perfection aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will sit there before I've even made the costume. Um, I've probably or- already got the wig done or I've got like just a basic wig unstyled, but I will do my makeup for it put the contacts in and then um, put the wig on, kind of roughly style it and then see how I look, see how I feel, Mm. what I like about it. Is it accurate to what I want to portray? Um, And does it have the vibe that I'm going for in the costume as well? So it's, yeah, definitely feedback and encouragement is good. It does go a very, very long way. Yeah. Yeah. I personally also find that, um, like, if you don't want to do it in public, it's nice to wear it at home and start taking selfies of yourself yes. as well. Yes. Because not only are you looking at yourself in a camera, after you've taken the picture, you can actually put the pictures aside until maybe the next day or a couple of hours later, go back to it and actually look at it from a different perspective. And yeah, go, the first if set of I eyes. was seeing myself in that costume, what would I say if this was actually someone different? Like, if I saw someone dressed up like that, would I think like think that's a bad thing, or would I try and encourage them? Would I think that they're doing a good job? What could I do to make uh, make them feel better or get better in that cosplay? Like, I like doing those sort of self reflections as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just because uh, when I started cosplay in particular, I didn't have a lot of cosplayers around me or a lot of mm. friends who were into anime and manga around me either, so no one could give me feedback. So I gave myself feedback and um, if it was someone else, what would I say to them to encourage them, to make them feel better, to get mm. better in cosplay? That mm. sort of things that you could do as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 The, the other advice I would have, especially for crossplay in particular, because um, it does require that extra time and effort to make sure, you know, you get your proportions right or you get yeah. your makeup right, um, is to look for inspiration. Like look at mm. cosplayers who inspire that, you know, that do the same thing, you know, that cross play in that field and, you know, um, save their pictures, save their, um, tutorials and like, you know, create like a little mood board of like what you like and like, you know, what you like about their costumes or what you like about, you know, their makeup or what they did. I know I'm mentioning makeup a lot, but because it's crossplay, it's very important in the crossplay scene specifically that your makeup, um, it plays a huge part. So I would definitely do the research and practice, 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 practice. That's all I can uh, really say. Following inspiration is actually a pretty good point, right? Mm. Because I also find that if you find somebody who has naturally similar features to you or similar height or similar body build to you as well, mm. and they're doing crossplay, it's um, you get a better idea of um, how what might work for you or what might mm-hmm. not work for you mm-hmm. as well. So it's good to find um, some people like that as well. Like, <laughs> funny thing, right? We talk about following Miu a lot, but that yes. was actually one of the things that got me started following Miu because she was around my height. Yes. Yes. And she was one of my inspirations too for those uh-huh. reasons. So, same, same, um, same, same. Definitely something you could do as well. See if there's somebody who's similar build to you for yeah. Um, yeah. inspiration. And like, I'm really sorry that you had such a bad, you know, first experience in crossplay, mm. Chico. Like, I hope it gets better. And I think it's, 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 it's good to recognize 
sort of where the bad experience was as well. So you can figure out, you know, how you can avoid that for future. Um, I think that's also really important. You know, maybe it was like people didn't take it well. And I know it's really hard to get past that. But, you know, at the end of the day, what I always say to myself is like, you know, I'm doing cosplay. It's it's like with everything else in life as well. Um, you're doing cosplay. You're doing crossplay. You're doing it for yourself at the end of the day. Doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. Um, you know, doesn't matter whether they like it or not. As long as you're not hurting or harming anyone and as long as you're enjoying yourself, then that is the most important part. Yeah. You know, you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for the love of, um, you know, your favorite characters. You're doing it for the love of the favorite series that you like. You are bound, if you are f- like, you know, enjoying yourself, you are bound to find people with similar vibes. And that's the yeah. most important part, you know, like for the people who don't vibe with you, you know, whatever, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, they don't have to like you, you know, it's, it's fine. But mm-hmm. you just want to find that, you know, group of friends that are going to be there to support you. And like Izzy said, you need that like support and encouragement network, you know, to be there for you. Um, I'm just going to quickly scroll up. Raiken, look at you for inspiration for my comments. Of course, absolutely. I wouldn't say I'm that inspiring. I've just been doing it for a long time, but I'm always open if you guys want to ask me any questions um, on the Discord server about cosplay. Um, and Izzy says, I feel like these days makeup is very important in cosplay. I feel like the younger generation just feel like they need to look, they need a good face to make it. Yeah, I agree. Um, Izzy has a really, really great comment there because makeup is very important. I always stress it. Makeup, wig, contacts. All right. If you can't wear contacts, okay. But makeup and wig, you got to have it on point these days because it's such a important part of the character of the costume that I agree a lot of the newer generation kids coming into cosplay just believe oh I gotta look good you know I just gotta be beautiful to make it in in the cosplay scene but that's not what it is these days especially in the Australian scene people value craftsmanship over looks doesn't matter how you look if the craft is not there like if the effort and the craft isn't there, you know, effort to put on makeup, effort to style your wig, um, effort to craft an amazing outfit. Like if the if the effort isn't there, like people won't even bat an eye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's also. Um, I think I think in the case of crossplay as well, like with the makeup, it just if you do have a sort of like a still a little bit shy trying to kind of break out of your shell a little bit as well that i personally find i don't know if it's everybody i personally find putting the makeup on kind of helps yes it kind of absolutely. helps me remind myself like when i'm putting that wig on when i'm putting that makeup on it's that moment for me to think i look different so it's me but it's not me i get to be someone different today i get to be mm-hmm. someone else today mm-hmm. and that might be the character itself or just a normal player um, it depends how your mindset is but it lets you be someone different yeah. as well and just enjoy how you look for that day i think that's really really important yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely um chico says thank you very much for the answers trying not to tear up you know chico i'm always here for you you know that you know that you can always you know message me and make sure if you if you need if you need another opinion you can always do that so you know i'm thankful for you too Rise very opinions <laughs> right actually just being a makeup wizard look it's taken me very many years uh brian so 
Yes, yes. We are talking about cosplay at the moment, Purge. That's what we are doing. Makeup makes the feel of the character and yourself. Yeah, very different. Oh, no, I think I think uh, Purge was originally asking what's crossplay. Oh, crossplay is where I think these days that term is used very loosely as yes. well. Um, but it's where you cosplay a character of a different gender to yours. You have nicknames for all of your viewers, don't you? I just realized I can't actually sometimes follow who you're talking about because their display name is different to what you're calling. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I do have <laughs> nicknames. We don't use actual names here. <laughs> <laughs> oh we, we do like no, to okay. shorten oh, the names oh here God. just to make it a little bit easier. And also because some of the Fate Fam is in chat also at the moment. Yeah. And I know their users. So, no, that's um, fine. That's fine. That's why it's a bit different. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's that's the same as me because I've got words, team world, and everyone's just I just say hi, and everyone's like hi, my. So yeah, like, it's it's kind of yeah, like okay, that. that yeah, a few yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, Izzy's bringing up a good point. Things take time and practice. I think people can occasionally nose dive into things expecting instant gratification. Yes, I agree. Like you've got to remember that you know when you look up to a certain cosplayer or a certain artist or you know a certain person in general you've got to remember sometimes it you know what you see on the surface is exactly that on the surface you know so you see like amazing instagram photos amazing costumes blah blah but behind the scenes there is always a lot of time and effort that is spent to get to where they are today so like i didn't wake up and instantly become a makeup artist one day you know Mm. like it's taken very um you know it's taken many years of honing my skills you know practicing Mm. and um you know being very involved in the craft to get to where i am these days and same with cosplay like like I've, i've told you guys this constantly time and time again i have been cosplaying this year now marks my 13th year of cosplaying mm. i have been doing it for a very long time it's probably closer to 14 actually but like 13 years of cosplay is a very very long time i have been doing it yes. for half my life yeah yeah that's a long time yeah mm. I, that's yeah yeah because yeah. i, I yeah. definitely don't cosplay as often as rye does just because i'm usually in a suit at mm. the convention um and i don't do photo shoots and things like that but um yeah rye is probably one of the people i would go to um for advice or um opinions on certain things especially revolving around cosplay and makeup and wigs yeah yeah so like i've been going to convention for this mm. long i may have been cosplaying for some time now and not in including all of the gaps where I don't actually cosplay because I'm in a suit. Mm -hmm. Um, But that doesn't stop me from going to Rai for an opinion or it doesn't stop me from opening up to Rai if Rai needs an opinion from me. So if you could find someone definitely to help you with these sorts of things, it really Mm -hmm. helps grow the community. And that's why cosplaying in a group is probably one of the best things. Is always, yeah. Like, especially when you're starting out, like cosplay, like with a lot of things in life as well, is is something that you're constantly learning about because there's so Mm. many, you know, new materials, new techniques and things like constantly being (laughs) Um, also Sophie thank you so much for the follow welcome to the stream Um, but it's it's something that you are constantly improving on and Mm. something that does really take time and practice to get to a point where you are happy with yourself like I always say on the channel you know everything at your own pace just because someone you know started cosplaying two days ago and then suddenly they've blown up and become famous doesn't mean you have to instantly get there as well 
you know, pace mm. yourself, do it at your own pace, do it for what you want it to be and not for what someone else wants it to be. Like don't, it's very hard not to. And I, I also understand this as well, being a person who's also very similar to that, but do not compare yourself. Like you can't compare like you are literally, if you're comparing yourself, you are comparing an apple to an orange. Okay. You can't compare them. They're two different fruits, you know, like that's the, that's the analogy we always bring up, but like you can't compare yourself to someone else in the cosplay world, you know, because mm, everybody is different. Everybody does things differently. Um, just because someone does one thing doesn't mean it's instantly correct. Yeah. You know, yeah. there could be a better way. There could be 150 ways to do it, you know, and you know, all 150 of those ways are valid. So yeah. don't think any less of your cosplay. Yeah, that's the advice. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sometimes um, the photographer can help you out as well. So mm. if you've got any friends who's into photography, that might be able to help you get a few um, pictures of yourself. So you can see yourself in a completely different view as well. See mm. how the cosplay sees you. So the photographer sees you. That that helps as well, I sometimes find. Yeah, like, absolutely. That, that doesn't um, restrict to just cosplay. It's about seeing yourself in a different light as well. Uh, photographers are amazing. Every photographer uh -huh. has their own skill and their own way in capturing somebody on from, from their lens. Mm -hmm. And that helps you um, see how other people around you might see you because if you take a selfie that's you seeing yourself in the camera because that's you taking an angle of what you think you look like or what you think looks best but mm -hmm. when you have someone else take it for you it helps you see someone else's perspective of how they see you that's yeah. really nice as well yeah. it's a lot of fun yeah, yeah. It's, it, gives, it gives you a wider perspective and uh yes wow izzy yes i have been cosplaying for 13 years, it has been a long time, but Izzy also says, I think it's because people tend to make negative comparisons rather than positive ones that push them forward. Yes, I yeah. agree. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. And it is very easy to get overwhelmed when you get into the community. Like cosplay is... Uh, I always try to provide a positive community to those around me because I have been doing it for so long and it's important to kind of encourage that in the community rather than point people out for their faults because that mm. doesn't really get anyone anywhere so you know i did cosplay because yeah. for one year and then no the fuck out yeah <laughs> that's a move to see <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Um, and also, easy. Um, don't forget to cosplay. Uh, so, credit photographers and up when you upload their photos. Yes. Um, always make sure people know who the photographer is because that's yeah, very important. that's very true. It's their art form as well. Yes. Yeah, I think so Chico says. Oh, the one thing I do know is not to compare myself. Experience levels vary, and as a cost baby, the only comparisons I should be making are self comparisons. Exactly. That's, that's very true. Yes. Yes. That's yes. very true. So Doc says, well, I used to compare myself when I did art class and over time and my work uh, felt worse, but I stopped these days and my work is getting better and better. Yeah, that's very true. Like when you stop comparing yourself to others, mm. you really do end up focusing back on yourself and sort of where you want to go with your craft and your art, you know? You say craft, but it, funnily enough, it's not just about the craft. Like, yeah. this is coming from someone who does translations and interpreting for mm. um, a job. Like, I always 
will find a translator or an interpreter that I think is much better and more skilled than I am. And it might just be because it's not my top genre. Like I don't do law interpretation and translation. I don't do um, medical interpreting and translation. But every now and then you'll find someone on TV or in a news article or something who obviously has that skill that you don't have. Mm -hmm. To a certain degree, I'll compare because I know that that's something I don't have. I um, I completely look up to that person. I admire that person for being able to do that. But that's not a way for me to, <laughs> to compare how bad I am or how negative my skills are it's just a way to appreciate so i think you can appreciate the the differences but not necessarily take it for granted that that means you're any worse or any bad because mm -hmm. i know for certain that in anime and community uh, anime and manga uh specialty in australia i'm possibly one of the top interpreters and translators out there um in australia so that's a different genre that is specific and very specialized in my area that where I am. So it's a very different way of um, um, looking at things, I suppose. And it's not just restricted to just crafts and cosplay and um, the art. It's, I think most work can be like that as yeah. well. Try not to be too negative on yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. It does also, hi, Auntie. Welcome back to the stream. Yes, bit of a different yeah. episode today, guys. We're doing some some podcast things because you guys have been asking, so we're doing podcast. <laughs> Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Well, should we uh, bump along to a different topic maybe, mm. like something a bit more lighthearted? Yes. Because uh, I know in episode one um, we were talking about how uh, a lot of fate, but we mm -hmm. did briefly mention that um, fate is – Despite everybody around us thinking that fate equals Mai and Rai, and when they think fate, it has to be about me and Rai and telling yeah. me about um, or Rai about things, where it's not actually our favorite series. Fate is actually just a series it's that we have the, a lot of attachment uh, to attachment because to. of the experiences, sentimental the attachment, and yeah, uh, that's a good word. <laughs> uh, like it holds a very special place mm. in our heart. Like it's. It's um, if you look at the definition of fate in the dictionary, it says my and Rai. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like fate is just our baby, you know, like that's what it's yeah. like. That's the kind of sentimental attachment that fate has that we have to fate. Um, yeah. We've talked about it in episode one, so we'll try not to talk about it too much in this. You guys can uh, make sure you can check it out on Anchor. Um, or Spotify yeah. episode one. Um, so <laughs> changing that, if Fate isn't our favorite series, we didn't uh -huh. talk about this part in episode one. What is our favorite series? Mind you, you, wanna, you oh, I'm going first. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say you go first. first. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, this is really difficult because I have different series favorites depending on anime or manga. So I'm really a manga person. I collect manga. I breathe manga if i uh -huh. don't read manga i'm probably gonna die yeah uh -huh. so um my favorite series to read i think um that's currently still running i'm gonna separate it here is probably one piece one piece is probably my big fave series ah. fair <laughs> my is built yes, different. <laughs> um, yes easy i'm built different yes i breathe manga <laughs> uh, also aki the fate we are talking about is uh the fate series so fate stay night um, Unlimited Blade Works, Fate Zero, like those kind of series. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. 
yeah fight the fight we're talking about is the series like fate stay night okay. <laughs> guys <laughs> for those of you who don't know so definitely i highly recommend checking out the first episode if you guys aren't sure what we're talking about because it, it kind of does relate to the the fate series <laughs> it's yes, a it's a yes. it's an anime visual novel series yeah yes 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 so yes, oh, one piece is mine. <laughs> What's yours? Uh God, favorite. Look, if I had to pick a favorite, hands down, it is uh Naruto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, fair, fair, fair. Like fair, you, fair, fair, I fair, don't fair, know yeah. if you guys know on the channel, but Mai is aware of this, and a lot of my close personal friends are aware of this. I'm a huge uh-huh. like Naruto nerd. I love it is it's 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 like one like you know out of the big three you had to pick ones i was it was either you know bleach naruto or one piece and mine is naruto mine is one piece mine is naruto so that is the series that i will and also i used to really like naruto too so yeah exactly like i also really enjoy one piece so you know but like naruto for me is like standing at the top because and also when i say this it doesn't include it does not include Boruto. That doesn't exist in my brain, okay? Boruto, that entire <laughs> universe, does not exist in my brain. It it should have never happened. They should have stopped at the end where they got married. That's it. Nothing else. Like, I... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I swear, Naruto was still one of my tops as well. Uh, probably about up to the point where um, Tsunade... Mm-hmm. Um, becomes Hokage. Mm-hmm. That that era is probably one of my favorites yeah. in Naruto. I used to be really big on Naruto, yeah. like because when I was younger, I used to relate a lot to Naruto. The a ca- lot. Same, same. Yeah. I related a lot, so that's why, like, it's still that like in my heart. It, it does have a very special place that series, mm. um, for sure. Yeah. Um, new Carnival Phantasm soon. Oh, really, Chico? You didn't yeah. know? Really? Did yeah. I miss out on this piece of news? Where was I? They, they, <laughs> they announced it on the New Year's special for Fate. The, the Fate New Year's, <gasps> New Year's special. Oh, it's because I was um, streaming announced. on New Year's. I was streaming on New Year's. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's carnival fantasm and I can't wait for it. Oh, shoot. I didn't pre-order the, the DVD. Okay, I'll do that after the it's stream. Fine. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> no, I'm going to buy it. It's, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. No, it's um, it's a fantastic um, piece of news that we can't wait for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, Naruto. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good series too. Yeah, yeah. It, so that's my favorite, definitely for sure. Boruto, Naruto, the movie was following it live, so it's a little bit. I, I saw it change over yeah. the years. So yeah, that's fair. That's I got disattached from it later on mm, in its that's life. Fair. Yeah. Like like Naruto is one of those series that I recommend reading the manga for. Like don't even bother watching the anime if I'm honest. If I'm gonna be completely honest, like honestly, you can just stop at the tuning exams and then don't even watch Shippuden like cause it's Really? But Miraka Wajunko does such a good job with Naruto's voice. Takeuchi. I find it entertaining. Takeuchi. 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 Oh, sorry, sorry. Wrong Junko. Wrong Junko. Wrong Junko. Wrong Junko. My bad. My bad. My Sly! bad. Sly! Sly! Hello! <laughs> Sly! Hello! Welcome! Welcome to the stream. <laughs> oh, hi, Sly! Oh my gosh, hi! That's why I'm screaming. I said hello, Sly. <laughs> oh. He's probably here to monitor us so we don't say too much. <laughs> <laughs> nah, all good. Um, Thanks for joining Look, 
Um, Chenz, I'm going to be real honest. The movie was all right. I wouldn't say it was good. It was all right. But uh, Boruto doesn't exist in my brain, okay? Like, I don't know. I don't know where where they went with that series. Like, in my brain, it's 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 all but a fan fiction. That's what it is. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. That The movie that um, that Chance brought up, Boruto Naruto, the movie, is that the one um, straight after this the Shippuden series? Is that the one that follows it up? I believe so. Because it's Naruto, the last movie. And then um, I think this is the one afterwards. Boruto, who's that? Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, Who's my favorite? Asking you for your favorite character. character. Favorite character is Gara. Hands down. Gara. Yeah. Yeah. Hands down. Is... I'm here yeah, for the full character Kakashi. development from angsty emo teen to soft boy. <laughs> Kazakage. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> With the Ishida Akira voice. Yes. <laughs> Ishida Akira. Yes. Uh, he needs to come out more it's, in anime. It's, it's I swear. him. He needs to be in more anime. Yeah, it would be him or it would be uh, Shikamaru. Those two. Uh, like, Morikawa. Morikawa, yeah, I love Morikawa so much. No, Morikawa, Morikawa. No, Morikawa. Oh, Morikawa. Morikawa <laughs> was uh, um, Minato. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right, was. that's right. I'm like, it had such a great cast. Can we talk about the cast real quick? Let's yes. Go. <laughs> Of course. Okay, I can blurt about this too. The yeah. cast in Naruto, hands down, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Such a great cast, which ends up being an arc in the TV. Oh, does it? Okay. I cannot say I have watched Boruto at all. Uh, I actively avoid it. I'm sorry, Sly. <laughs> I was streaming it on Anime Labs as I was packing for Japan. <laughs> it's actually quite entertaining to have mm. just playing there in the background. Mm. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah. But then again, I have the ease of not having to read subtitles, so that's probably why I find it easier to just play in the background. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. please feel free, guys, as well, to drop your favorite series like down in the comments, you know, in the chat box as well. Um, Chico says favorite series. Gonna have to say I've massively grown, uh, grown uh... to love massively. Show by Rock. Yes, Show by Rock is good. I love Show by Rock. Uh, between the anime games and manga, all the characters are quite lovable. They really are. It's a good series. Yeah. Did you play the game as well, right? Shibarok? I do. I do okay. play the game. Yeah, I do play oh, the game. Oh, you play the current one? The uh, new one? Not the new one. Previously. I think the, the previous the, the, one. The, I did. the long one. The long yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, 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 I did play that one. The yeah, tall I, one. The, yeah. the tall one. The old yeah. one. Yeah, I did play Shibarok yeah. previously. but uh, Have you played the recent one? The one no, that, I haven't the... played the new one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't played that one either. I've only played the old one as well. Like yeah. hands down, show by rock. My favorite is Dada Dayu. I love. I love Dada Dada Dayu. Dayu. My I favorite love though. My favorite, just collectively, is Shingon Crimson's. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I love Shingon yeah. Crimson's. I can't separate yes. all four of them because I love all four of them. Um, but yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Yours is yes. Rock Lee Tangers. Oh, Tangers' favorite character is Rock Lee. Yes. Yes, That's Rock understandable Lee is though. Rock Lee, at the beginning, he was a bit of a joke, and then um, Gata happens, and then all of those things building up behind it. Rock yeah. Lee is a very likable character. He is character. a very likable character. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Doc yes. um, um, says Itachi. Itachi is a difficult character. He is a complex character. Yeah. 
even his voice actor said he was a complex character actually yeah. i remember um, when he came to smash actually i got to meet him yeah. like, briefly ishikawa-san right ishikawa-san yeah. he's from oni yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i talked to him about horse racing so i had a completely different oh, conversation with him. Yeah. <laughs> i think he yeah, saw yeah, me yeah. in my outfit when i was doing wcs and he was like oh, he was like yeah, wow <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, no, no, Ishikawa-san was amazed because Smash, he came to Smash in 2016. Yeah. And um, we were at the Rose Hill Gardens mm. race courses. Yeah. Um, and he was just like, it's a race course. Yeah. And he we started talking about horse racing. So yeah, that's all that would have been the year I did WCS with Freya yeah. when I did the wings. Yeah, yeah. The year mm-hmm. we first met, right? Yes, yes. Yes. Very true. Um, Sly says, it's a bit slow to start, but uh it's fun at first to see who got with oh, who. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's always the best look hands down shikimaru and tamari the otp guys fight me <laughs> <laughs> nah i'm with you i'm with you i agree I, i'm not gonna debate that mm. um yeah, it's good. aki it's good. says general anime or just from japan oh wait off anime uh or just from japan in general um just i guess anime series or just in general like manga is related i guess yeah mm, i don't know about favorite series but i was heavily invested in psychopaths yes yes oh, easy psychopaths Psychopath. yes yeah psychopaths yes. was a good binge watch like just put it on your tv from beginning to end a whole it's... season and just let your brain think i remember at the time I'm pretty sure we talked about this in one of our episodes as well, Mike. But mm. like, I remember at the time, Psychopaths was so different. Like, it nothing like it had ever been yeah. done before, and it was just such a good watch. Like, I, I love that Psychopaths. That was in the original yeah. ep for right. Yeah, the it was. The, oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, because me and I are into the character, the artist for Psychopaths. Yeah, so, it's it's such yeah. a good series. Highly recommend to to watch it to watch Psychopaths if you have not seen oh, it before. Oh, Doc, thank you for mentioning Yu-Gi-Oh. That is my big thing. <laughs> yes, I have heard of Yu-Gi-Oh. I did grow up in that generation of kids where Yu-Gi-Oh was a big thing, and you would bring your cards to school and try to duel everybody else who had cards at school. It was a good time. Yeah, um, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! is a big series for me. Um, mm. That marks my junior high school days and um, the start of my, uh, no, actually, Pokemon did, but um, trading card game. Yeah. Uh, um, I actually don't know the dual reference, actually. I do know that dual. I know that reference, yeah. Japanese is very different. So Yu-Gi-Oh! to me is the the main character is voiced by a Johnny's Entertainment Idol who doesn't get recognized as Johnny's Entertainment Idol because he never sang or danced. But Yu-Gi-Oh! is a very big one for me. I went from... I read whole, all of the manga, read pretty much most of the animes up to 5Ds. I had to stop there because I didn't have access to the files after that. But um, good mm. one to mention, Yu-Gi-Oh. That's me and Miu's favorite, I think. Yeah. Uh, um, um, okay, so Aki says, the- anime is strictly either fairy tale or your light no. Very good series. Yes. Uh, and Chen says, Gekkan Shoujo! Yep. Yes, Gekkan Shoujo! I love that too. It's a great series. Highly recommend. Yes. Good fun. Good uh, Aki says, I was talking like anime shows. Are we talking live actions? I mean, I guess
guess more specifically, we're talking about anime at the moment, but feel free to drop your favorite, like, I guess, live action shows yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 Well, mm. uh, again, I separate manga and anime as well. So they're yeah. two different two things different to categories. me as well. Yeah. So One Piece is my favorite manga, hands down. Mm. But if we're talking anime, um, my favorite series just changes all the way from oh, there. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, first... actually, yeah. Yeah. That's like, different. What was your mm. favorite anime? Anime would be Shingeki no Bahamut. Uh, yeah okay of course of course of hands course. down guys hands down go watch it if you've never watched it before do it because you will not regret like it's such because naruto is like very much like a specifically manga series that i love the anime is great but i would highly recommend to read the manga more um whereas bahamut is very much a series you can only watch like it's it's an anime yes. original technically so you should watch it it's good season Was one and two first? It's a game first. Yeah, it was a game first done by yeah. Games, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it was animated by Mappa, so it has yeah, to be really good. Yeah, it was really, really good. Yeah, yes. really freaking good. I... Obsessed. <laughs> Obsessed. Yeah. Like, if you guys kind of like dark fantasy, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a bit biased where the moment you ask me for my favorite anime, I go back to Fate, so I'm one of the people who do go back to Fate. <laughs> Uh, now that you say that now that you say that fate zero is a pretty top contender for that spot not gonna lie i know right yeah and this is not because of my bias um Mm. for fate or gilgamesh i just no it's definitely your bias for gilgamesh i swear it's not (laughs) it's a hundred percent your bias for gilgamesh i know it you know it the chat knows it (laughs) (laughs) um Yes. Um, uh, yeah, Fate Zero is definitely, for me, I I was just um, taken by how non-anime it was. It was so bloody and gory. Yeah, it so really was. Philosophical, big feels, everything like that was Makes you question what really struck me with Fate. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I actually saw Fate Zero before Fate Stay Night, guys, as well. Same. So Fate Zero is what got me into Fate. So Same. that's why everyone thinks fate equals my and Rai, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. What else have we got here? Um, I think it was. Uh, Psychopath was mega hype because everyone was high on Udobuchi at the time. I think it was close to around the time of Madoka as well. Yeah, yeah it true. was. Yeah. yeah. I think it was straight after just. Just after, like, yeah, acting. within that season, yeah. That, that and... section of the anime history was when suddenly there was a whole bunch of dark animes that came onto this Yeah, TV. I appreciated that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, it was really nice to have something different because mm. I'm used to reading a lot of jump manga. So mm. everything's about, you know, like your adventure, your hero, your dreams, and, you know, just getting more powerful to strengthen up mm-hmm. yourself, that mm-hmm. kind of thing mentally as well as physically so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was nice to have that snippet of Maruka Magika, Urobochi, um, we've also got Psychopaths, Mm -hmm. Uh, there was kind of a whole bunch of others as that was like that as well at the time so that was good yeah definitely Uh, definitely. Chico mentions just want to shout how Bud Virgin Logic is the best show by rock band Um, I actually like Bud Virgin Logic as well Um, if I was gonna do a show by rock cosplay but Virgin Logic is probably the one I'd do. Are they the Rocker Girls? I can't even remember. 
Yeah, they're the girls. Um, it's uh, th it's a uh, thingy's sister. Um, the Chunibyo oh. from Shingan sister. Yes. Um, Uchi. <laughs> the voice actor. The voice actor. Ion. It's Ion. The the dark sun lord. Yeah, I, yeah, I love him. He's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's his. Sister. Sister, yeah, um, I know, I, yeah, the band, yeah, them, yeah, 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 yeah. I really love her. She's yeah, I totally yeah. love her. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Eileen, Eileen, Eileen. Ah, there we go, yeah, there, 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 there. I love Eileen. Yeah, okay. Anybody's out there who's willing to do a Bud Virgin Logic cosplay with me, I will be your Eileen. I love her. Yes. <laughs> Um, Aki says my favorite live action is a tie between Kamen Rider, Saber, or Kamen Rider Wizard. Like, so far, Saber is so cool, but uh, hit me on a bit okay. of a personal level. Kamen I don't watch Kamen Rider. Sorry. Original. I only know the original from like back in the 70s. Yeah. Or Black, which came out in the 80s. So mm. I'm very behind with the Kamen Rider series, and I don't know how mm. they became. Um, so different there was that one where the common riders ride a train i think it was i'm pretty sure that was a common rider and i just literally went that is not common rider anymore common rider is they're masked well, and they're on a bike and i like bikes well, so, is, hey. well they are they are the common rider on the train like ride on the train comments. yeah 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 um, <laughs> um and also we've got uh, uh, without talking about you remind me i need to upload a photo tonight oh interesting interesting we'll see and uh Tangus? Tangus? may i discuss fate as a series after stumbling upon this saber triumphant excalibur figurine <laughs> yep and thought what a cool looking fear what anime is that from and that's how my love for type moon started yes. uh, that's amazing. yeah i can totally appreciate that mm -hmm. um fate has so many nice figures eh it does it really does um, although you were saying, right, they don't, they can't get Gilgamesh's face right, so they they really still cannot. Still a good Gilgamesh figurine. Yeah, they. Uh, well, I mean, I finally have a nice Gilgamesh figurine now. That's um, true. Yeah. But it's just one out of the millions that he has. Uh, um, Aki, I mean, there's Den or Yes, that's the one. That's the Kamen Rider with the train on it. Um, there was a TV show probably a couple of years ago that was doing like a small summary of every season of Kamen Rider on TV. And the moment that they mentioned train, I'm like, what the hell? Uh, Chico says, I'm still waiting for an Ibaraki Doji figure. Yeah, I, I think she's mm. getting one. I think there's one in the works for her. I'm pretty sure there was. From she, memory, she from One Fest? Yeah. Yeah. From One Fest? Pretty sure. Um, because I remember dancing around because, mm. oh, uh, Ibaraki Doji is my, is, is one of my favorites too. So I was dancing yeah. around that they were finally making more um, Onis. Yeah. Um, yes, Aki, Kamen Rider's doing some really odd shit these days. Um, yeah, they don't always ride bikes and I don't appreciate that because I like my bikes. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, time to put some money aside for that figure then she's my number one favorite character yeah 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 um so let's have a look at some other questions oh yeah i was gonna ask right how yeah. did you get into anime originally because for me it was i didn't have a choice i i was two uh -huh. years old when my mother showed me Simon and all of the like so i was already immersed into anime by the time i even knew what i was doing um same with you it probably would be the same as me, to be honest, because 
Uh, literally, I would have also been about two years old. Uh, I was already pre-exposed to um, Crayon Shinchan and yeah, also yeah, yeah. Doraemon. Um, and then a little bit later down the track, obviously, because again, generation gap, it would have been Card Captor, Sailor Moon, and uh-huh. uh, Prince of Tennis. Believe you watch Prince of Tennis as well, <laughs> but, 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 but because so um you guys know this I am I am Chinese that's my background um but uh when I used to travel back to Hong Kong to visit my family um you know my grandparents over there like you know they would have it on TV you know on just daily TV and I would watch it in Chinese basically. <laughs> that's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, Tennis was my youth. So for those of you who's um for those of you who obviously most of you don't know me in person, um, I used to be a really big Princess Tennis fan. So Tennis mm-hmm. Summer Autumn Summer was my life throughout my high school. Um, that was probably my favorite series. If you ask me, while I was in high school, like Princess Tennis is my big thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just weird for me to know that some people grew up with Princess Tennis from a younger age. <laughs> than me because um, it's bring me back all my memories of my um dark days per se mm-hmm. <laughs> yes um yeah was there any particular series um from when you were younger that were dear to you right um not like earlier than that uh like um earlier series let me think i don't Jeez, I can't really think of... I think Doraemon was my biggest one because I ended up actually buying the manga as well. Uh, did you? Wow. Yeah, I did. Um, when I was in China, I believe, I found a translated, like an English translated version that I bought from a bookstore. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like right from the beginning. Like right from the beginning. Like chapter one. Like that's that's a... Yeah. That's a thing. Um... Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Like, that's how I got into it. So for most of my life so far, it has been um, a constant, you know, Mm. like anime and manga has been a constant thing. Like, it's definitely involved in, like, I mean, it is is part of that Japanese culture, like Asian culture as well. Like, it's very much um, a part of, like, you know, if you think about, like, sort of cartoons, because that's what they are, um you know, in, in Western culture, you know, like, you know, um, cheese TV, you know, in Australia, (laughs) what a throwback, but you know, like you would, you would watch, uh, you know, Spider-Man in the morning at 6am and then followed by, you know, One Piece and like, you know, that's when they started bringing more of that over here. But for me, it was like, yeah, I know it's very different, but like even before then, I was already exposed to, um, you know, anime and like different series, um, before that, like definitely it would have been like sort of the early shoujo kind of anime series, like Kaikata, like Clamp, Clamp, Clamp series. Yeah. Clamp, definitely Clamp. Um, it would have been, uh, yeah, Prince of Tennis. I think those are the earliest ones I can remember. I've probably seen a lot more than that, but those are the earliest ones that I can remember for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Um, 
Busy says, did you guys get into dot hack? No, I don't think I ever got into dot hack. Um, okay, so dot hack day. So early 2000 days, I was heavily reading manga more just mm. because um, we didn't have, um, that was kind of the start of ADSL and um, the cable internet. Yeah. And it was really hard to get access to a lot of animes and manga if you didn't have a lot of people watching around you. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately for me, no one was into dot hack around me. So I was more definitely into the shonen jump animes and mangas back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so unfortunately, I never got into dot hack. Mm. Um, yeah. What about you? Yeah, same for me. I never really got into dot hack, and I was also mainly into like more shonen and kind of jump series. Like uh, Chico saying, like if you weren't raised on Digimon as a kid, where were you? Yeah. So like for me growing up, it would have been like really big, you know, Pokemon, Digimon, and um, Yu Gi Oh. Those yeah, were like the main like, series that I was into. Like, yeah. Digimon, I was no longer a kid. Yeah. So that's your answer. <laughs> yeah yeah and Doraemon was like a huge thing thank goodness i didn't watch four kids anime yeah four kids anime was a thing here too yeah what's four kids anime like four kids is the the company that used to bring the anime over i think oh yeah early days okay. yeah like they did all the yeah that that's that's the that's the company behind turning uh sanji's cigarette into a lollipop <laughs> oh right okay understood, for the understood, censoring understood, yeah understood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. I, I, I'm a little bit, a little bit gray zone here with the mm. animes I grew up with because, um, I didn't watch a lot of dubs. Um, just because I had access to some Japanese raw animes, I grew up mm-hmm. more on them. Yeah. So even with dubs, I watched whatever was on Cheese TV. But mm. again, um, the list that Rai called out earlier with Cheese TV anime is different to the list that I would have watched. Um, when Cheese TV was on when I was younger. So um, even then, like, I, I was watching the Cheese TV kind of thing before it was Cheese TV. So I was watching mm. something before that called... Yeah, same, uh, same, same. I can't remember what it was called. Same, um, same. Um, was what it was called? called? Agro, something or rather. Um, I can't remember, honestly. Yeah, so my the list of things that I was watching on TV is very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, We didn't even have One Piece when I was watching Cheese TV. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Sly says Agro's Cartoon Connection. There we go. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah. There we go. Yes, Agro's Cartoon Connection. Yeah. yeah. I used to watch that when we were playing like Sailor Moon and stuff. And yeah. then they disappeared. And, and then it became, became something che- yeah. for a while, but they were still playing anime and then yeah. it became Cheese TV. So, yeah. 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 So, yes. Eva says, I think my earliest memory of anime is the one Sailor Moon movie in Kanto Dub on VHS that I watched to death, but. I never watched much of the main series as a kid because Usagi's voice in English really bothered me. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Serena, I think, is her English name, right? Yeah. 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 But Um, I I, I feel that. Like, I don't think I watched much of those classics in English. Yeah. I definitely went into, like, revisit them later when I was older and could read (laughs) subtitles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I used my mother used to um, drop me at a before school care mm. and they used to put cheese TV on all the time mm-hmm. so I used to watch Sailor Moon in dubs as well as um, DBZ and what else was on at the time um, Digimon was on as well mm-hmm. in the mornings on mm-hmm. cheese TV I think it was and so those are the ones I watched on dub but 
if it wasn't on cheese tv around that era i would have never seen it in the dubs mm-hmm. um i grew to like usagi slash serena's voice mm-hmm. mainly because i loved sailor moon so much that i would watch anything sailor moon yeah. and the fact that it was on english was a real big uh pleasure for me as yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah right yeah. Um, Yugo not a bad dub, but sub is better. I'm definitely Yugo's five Ds and GX. I actually prefer GX. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie, Ken's voice will make any day for me with GX. So yeah. the only reason I watched GX mm-hmm. was because at the very last episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! Jewel Monsters, yeah. um, Ken popped up live and was like, "I'm gonna be the main character of the next Yu-Gi-Oh!" And I yeah. went, "Yeah, okay, literally." Again. The only reason I liked GX is because of the characters. Not gonna yeah. lie, yeah, yeah. GX is has characters you can like. Yeah, um, it not does. gonna lie though. Um, if you're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! favorite characters, Kaiba hands down is probably still one of my favorite characters. <laughs> I think I'm most not, people would know, probably agree with you. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. Snapman's voice. Mm, Sudaken, amazing, yeah. amazing. Yeah. We love Sudaken. Yeah. Um, yes. Is this the wrong time to say that I never got around to watching Sailor Moon? I somehow missed it as a kid. I don't think there's like a. I think a lot of people put stigma, especially in the community, on like people that haven't watched a certain series mm. at a certain age. And I don't think that's a really great way of thinking these days because yeah. one, access to anime and things like that, you know, and Japanese pop culture in general was not that great <laughs> back in the day. Uh, it's definitely improved a lot since then. So there's no, like, shame in missing it, a series as a kid, or, like, having not watched it at all. Um, yeah. I think for some series as well, it's better to kind of go back as an adult and watch it. I think you appreciate yeah. things more. Um, and, yeah, I agree with what Sly say. You all have, like, everybody has to start somewhere, you know? Like yes. And that's why, as well, like, your favourite series might differ from my favourite series or, yeah. you know, you might hold something closer in your heart than I would because that was your first experience or it was your first, like, yeah. you know, good experience with um, pop culture or or a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you're going to talk about animes that are classics that you didn't watch, well, I'm going to put my hands up here and actually state that I have never really even, like, okay, if, going out of anime as well, pop culture mm-hmm. in general, I have honestly never watched a single Star Wars movie. So if oh, you're going to put enough. it that way, fair enough. controversy is, you um, know, everyone starts off I'm going to challenge yeah, you yeah. on that controversy because uh, I oh. have never watched Evangelion, like, Oh, okay. That's fair all. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. all. Yeah. I think Eva is one of those series, like, you either like it or you don't, in my opinion. That's what it is. Yeah. That's yes. what it seems like. And um, I know Sly is a very big fan of it. So I'm sorry, Sly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it's it's no. just not my type of series. Like, I can't okay. really relate to the characters. I think that's what it is. Six, five, six years ago, I would have been the same as you, right? Mm. I binged Evangelion because... Um, Misato's voice actress, Mitsushi uh-huh. Kotono, who is also the voice actress of Sailor Moon, by the uh-huh, way. Uh-huh. Um, she was coming to Smash and I needed to interpret uh-huh. for her and I had not watched uh-huh. Evangelion. If it wasn't for that, I would have not ever watched uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Evangelion. So I totally feel you, Rai. You yeah. either love it or hate it. Yeah, you either love it or hate it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And um... yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's like without it, we wouldn't be exposed to the medium and go down this trash rabbit hole. Yeah, I agree. It's com- it's mm-hmm. a mood. Yeah, 
Um, Chico says, I also miss FMA, FMA, Brotherhood, Tokyo Ghoul, Death Note, and Evangelion. Um, FMA, I think, is I a really good watched... series that you can go back to. Like, it's, it's always going to be there. Tokyo Ghoul is... I've never, watched the, um, I've never watched the original FMA, though. Original FMA I watch. I actually prefer that over Brotherhood. But I've that's only just seen me. I think it's because so I'm attached to the voice cast. Because <laughs> they change voice cast. That's fair enough, though. <laughs> Come on. No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, FMA for me was the era I didn't have a lot of access to anime. So mm. I totally understand. Brotherhood, mm. though, um, I saw that on Anime Labs. That was pretty... Yeah, yeah pretty and I think it's, it's, it's also about that, you know, like we were saying, it wasn't as easily accessible as yeah. it is these days with, uh, with sites like, you know, obviously Anime Lab for us in Australia and also Country Roll... Uh, crunch, crunch, country Roll... <laughs> Crunchy roll, God, I can't English right now. Um, obviously, around the rest of the world, um, it makes it. And you know, obviously, Netflix are coming out with their own series and kind of yeah. rebooting some old series on there as well. It's a, it's a lot of um, great places. Um, <laughs> country roll. It's a lot of great places that you know sites like these, and definitely like with Anime Lab at the forefront in Australia for us, you know, and like you know Madman at, at the forefront of you know yeah. the Australian community for us, and being able to provide that for us, um, it's <laughs> it definitely makes it easier to go back and access those series now. Mm. Sly actually yeah. mentioned something really interesting. Uh, mm. Aussie anime fact. FMA Brotherhood was the first simulcast oh. anime Madman did. Before Anime Labs, it was known as Madman Screening Room. I'm pretty wow. sure I went into that room. <laughs> what time? think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we all did, yeah. Going from yeah. Chico's list, though, I've never seen Death Note. I've read it, but I've never seen Death Note. Death Note, I read and I also watched it. Yeah. So Mama was fantastic Death in Note that. Just watch yeah, it for bubbles. Yeah. Same era that I didn't didn't get to mm, go around to mm, watch anime, so so mm, be it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, fair enough. Um, Izzy said, I think it's the same as games when people are surprised I never played Final Fantasy, but I'm like, bro, my parents were conservative and we weren't allowed or could afford a console. Yeah, no, same Izzy, same for me. I've never played Final Fantasy because of that reason. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, don't clip it. <laughs> don't clip country <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, FF is another one where I'm opposite. I got to buy the console and own the game, but I've never finished a single FF. <laughs> uh, the only FF so, I played, but like also again, never finished, is Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to burn anybody, you should burn people like me who started but never finished the game than the people who never got around to the game because they didn't have access to the console. You should be burning me, not um, EG or Rai. <laughs> I had FF10 from the year it came out. I've even got the remake and I still have not finished either. So if you need to, burn me. <laughs> oh man, that is oh a gosh. hot oh. ass mood. All right, so my. Yes, yes, I'm here. Just taking a sip. We good, we good. Just taking a sip. We left off on... Um, our favorite oh, series. series yes manga yeah. anime uh, a favorite series discussion which i think was very good um we didn't end up talking about fate half the time so i think that was pretty good that was that was pretty good not gonna lie yeah we did pretty good 
yes, yes, yes. Although we did end up mentioning it in the end, so yeah. Mm, mm, mm. It's it's um, gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah. happen. It's, it's gonna probably gonna happen. happen in the next com- in section as well. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, for those of you who weren't here before, um, welcome to a special episode um, on Rise Channel. But this is um, our first episode of Match Made in Madness. Um, podcast run by Rai and myself, Mai. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, so this is our first episode for two, uh, 2021. So I got distracted yes. by Chico's message that says fate is an unavoidable topic. Let's be honest. Yes, that is definitely true. So, um, yes, we're we're just having a chill session for this particular episode, which is why we've decided to go live. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to talk about anime and manga, voice actors, the pop culture convention scene, as well as the guest. Um, small disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast are unofficial opinions based on our personal experiences and thoughts. Due to this, we will primarily be discussing the Australian scene, but please, please, please feel free to share and let us know about your experiences as well from all over the world. We love hearing them. Alrighty. So, where shall we start this time uh, after the break? Uh, Well, after the break, I thought it would be really fun actually to revisit some memories from conventions you know share with you guys some of our favorite moments at conventions um my do you have any um exciting times favorite moments memorable Um, moments you would like to share yes um so i think with me uh where should i start i mean Obviously, one of my favorite moments is meeting people. So, obviously, meeting you, Rai, is mm-hmm. definitely yes. one hell of a ride um, back in 2016, Smash. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy that. I remember I remember that moment really well, though, because um, having had been a Smash staff for so long, unfortunately, as we were doing our group cosplay photo shoot, Rai, I got a, a very unfortunate message from a fellow staff from Smash. Mm-hmm. I wasn't working that year, but they needed me on an SOS call and yeah. I was trying to get a hold of them by phone and I got really angry. That's what I oh, remember. Man. But um the journey that I've had with you from that moment I met you has been amazing. That's definitely oh, a my. good moment. Oh. I also <laughs> I agree that. that was a very memorable moment in my life too, definitely. Um Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't be as close with some of my friends now. Um, or have mm. made so many lifelong friends um, if if that kind of moment didn't happen. So I agree. Yeah, definitely that. That would be one of the memorable moments. Um, perfect duo, mm-hmm. says Doc. Thank you, Doc. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny because we were actually going to name our podcast. Um, what was it? Um, one Brain Cell. One Brain Cell, like yeah. Because yeah, that's what we do. It was we already share... taken. Yeah, so... we share one Brain Cell. Yes, so we, we actually ended up dwelling on our podcast name for probably a good two months or no, something. It was closer to three months. Yeah, that's true, yeah, because we were stuck on one brain cell for so long, we uh-huh. couldn't find another one. But yeah, so I, I think we're a good mix, right? Yeah, I think, I think so. It's a perfectly yeah. matched duo of chaos, that's what it is, yeah. That's definitely uh-huh. true, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, one brain cell, one yes, brain cell. one brain cell. <laughs> we, we talk about how we share a brain cell all the time because we're always thinking of the same things and usually at the right the same moments yes. too. I'm sure you guys actually noticed it during this podcast session actually when mice check the chat at the same time I'm about to check that same comment in the <laughs> yeah. chat. Um, we really are 
very like synchronized <laughs> in terms uh -huh. of health synergy. It's pretty great. I totally agree. Yeah. 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 yeah but other than that, um, uh, cause I work, I've been working in the guest department of mm. smash and been interpreting and translating for both smash and, um, Ma uh, anime festival run by madman for so long. My favorite moments tend to usually come on, um, stage when I, when the guests are doing a panel and uh, something interesting would happen and we might get like a, a really great reaction from the audience or uh, we might get, we might be doing like a, a live Q and A and the, uh, the, the guest might say something interesting or something funny, or we have like an, a sync moment um, live on stage. Like those are probably some of my finer moments. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think I could ever, forget the time so this is actually one of the first times i met sly who was on the chat earlier though was in um i'm just trying to remember what year it was in smash at uh 2014 when mitsushi kotono a japanese voice actress who voices um sailor moon and also um misato from evangelion uh -huh. came to australia um uh, one of the questions from media was, um, could you recite um, her transformation phrase? And ah, right. the moment she did it, um, I couldn't be there anymore. I, I just cried. <laughs> like, I, I just oh. loved hearing her live from my childhood, from when I was, like, what, five years old, mm -hmm. six years mm -hmm. old? And here I am um, in my 20s listening to this voice years later, live next to me, my childhood all rushing back to me. And yeah. I loved that moment. And there was even a moment where um, a Sly, who was doing an interview, his final question was did you have any parting words or um uh, anything you want to um say to your fans and this is when sailor moon crystal was just about to yeah, start yeah 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 and her phrase was i'm okay i don't have confidence i can say this without tears but i'll do my best but her phrase was um sailor moon crystal and um, if you didn't know in japanese um the the cast for Jap the Japanese Salmon Crystal only Sailor Moon was the same voice actress from back in the nineties. Everyone else was completely refreshed. Yes, yes. So Mitsui San's comment was Sailor Moon Crystal is pretty much a um, a remake of Sailor Moon where the voice actresses who grew up um, with the voice with Sailor Moon are now Sailor Scouts. Sailor Scouts, yeah. And the moment she did that, I just bawled my eyes out and i was yeah. like i'm really sorry sly can you give me a moment i can't interpret at the moment <laughs> and then they gave me a moment as i walked away wiped away my tears uh -huh. collected my breath before i came back like that was so, like that's always a highlight for me like just hearing how much um they know how much fans love them and how much we mm. love them and like having that synchronized moments where we can like sync sync in feelings um sharing the moment with them that's always my favorite part of being part of the convention so yeah, yeah. wow that yes. that sounds incredible oh, I, yes. I think i think one of my like aside from obviously us meeting for the first time yeah and uh i've already failed at this challenge of not talking about fate because here it comes uh, <laughs> but i i really do mean it when i say fate is it does have such a huge sentimental attachment to it 
because I've met some of my lifelong friends, you know, from the series, you know, just being involved in that community. And I think like one of my favorite moments was definitely, um, I think it was 2018, 17 mm-hmm. or 18. Um, it would have been at Mad Fest. Oh no, it's 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It. <laughs> right. I don't want to talk about fate also, right? I will tell you anyway. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, Doc. Um, but. It was 2018, I'm pretty sure. Look, if I get it wrong, I'm sorry, but my brain is messed up. Fate just happens all the time. So all the all the little pieces on the timeline are a bit hard to put together, okay? But I think it was 2018, which was the first year we had, like, big Japanese guests at Madman um, yes. Anime Festival. Um, in Melbourne, In right? Melbourne, yes. Yep. And uh, it was the first year we did our booth. First yes. year of Fate Grand Order Experience. And... Um, the guests we had were um, Ayako and also Uchi, who are respectively the voices of Saber, you know, your token girl Saber, and also um, she was um, uh, Asa, Asakura. Amakusa, Amakusa Shiro. Amakusa. Yeah, Amakusa, Amakusa Shiro. Yeah. So the the two voice actors, uh, respectively, and very very big names, obviously in the business. Um, very prominent characters in each of the series because Apocrypha was also airing at the time. Yes. And um, the the moment yes. I will never forget is when um, I think it was on the Saturday because Ayako only had one day at the convention yes. because of their tight schedules. So both of the both of the talents had very tight schedules we had to adhere to, and. Um, I actually wasn't there for this moment and I actually got told by a lot of friends afterwards, but I was, as usual, I was running the uh, fake meetup and, um, you know, uh, aside from that, I was also help, you know, organizing our booth and making sure everybody was doing what needed to be done as well as, um, leading our our uh female protagonist <laughs> Gurako. Oh yeah. I guess I can yes, say it now. Yeah, the huge, the, the, huge yeah. the huge character suit. I was leading um you know Gurako to the photo area because we actually assembled on the stairs. And that was like one of the first times we had like one of the really, really big groups. We had 84 people and we had these massive Ooh. stairs at the convention center that we actually uh, were assembled on and I had sorted everybody out, you know, got everybody into their groups and into their areas and all right, you guys go there and you guys go there. We can see everybody's faces. Good. I'll come back with the character suit Um, because there was still a little bit time from my knowledge, at least that the guests weren't going to be here yet to take the photo with us. So I went to go get our character suit, you know, our good trying to lead her through the crowd and like, you know, get everyone out of the way, you know, parting like the Red Sea, like, okay, guys, give me a sec. I'm coming through. Um, but what had happened was because the um, voice actors were running on such a tight schedule, they ended up getting to the photo area earlier than they had planned to. So they could go to the next um, appointment on their schedule and basically what happened was uh, 
everyone actually at the meet. So I wasn't here for that. Everyone at the meet was saying, no, you have to wait for Rai. Like she organized this. Like she has to be here for the photo with the, mm. with the talent. Um, but obviously they were on a tight schedule. They couldn't. So the photos were done and then they left. Um, but apparently everybody was making a huge ruckus about it. Like being like, no, no, no. Like you've got to wait. <laughs> like Rai's not here yet. You have to wait. And Mm-mm-mm. I was told about this afterwards, like by literally everybody at the meet, there was like 80 of us. And it just was such an overwhelming feeling knowing that I, you, you just kind of, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but that kind of feeling of, you know, feeling like you've created a community, you've seen how this community yeah. has grown and how many incredible people are a part of it and that they yeah. all know you exist. <laughs> it's kind of overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was crazy. Like it was insane, like an out of body experience. <laughs> That like so many people would be like, no, you have to wait. Like she's 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 like the center of this event. Like you have to wait for her. Yeah. That's fair enough though. Yeah. Because like when the guests have a bit of a break at Madman, sometimes if mm. based on guest requests, we might take them around the convention a little bit. And there's been a couple of guests where they really wanted to see the fate booth. Yeah. And like um, and you weren't there. So Dean and I would specifically, sorry, uh, Madman's Dean and I would yeah. specifically stir them in the opposite direction. So we'd come back hoping you'd come be back yeah. by the time we get back. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's, you make that booth. You make that it's, booth. I, I've, I've. Ugh, that's the other experience that I've, I've like had before as well, which is like, so this is what I mean. Like I can't talk about conventions without talking about fate because it's so intertwined in my life. Like from being a fan of the series to suddenly having it literally be my job is kind of insane to me because I feel like there is no greater honor than being able to be such a prominent part of this community. But I've had people at the booth, like when I'm at the booth doing the booth come up to me and even friends say this, be like, you know, like, the fate booth, you know, would not be the fate booth without you. And I agree. It's in like you guys. I don't even know how to dis- like. I'm saying I don't even know how to describe it. It's insane hearing people say that. Like, they're like, if it wasn't you here, like, we probably wouldn't even come over, or like, we wouldn't even notice it, or we wouldn't be invested or interested in. It's it is insane. Like, just- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I have so, no so, words for it. Doc, um, I'm going to let you know, she's not like the leader. She is the leader of the FGO Grand Order, like, fake Grand Order booth. Like, run, Ride runs it. Like, she's the one in charge. And you've even got a 100% from Ride, uh, from Sly, Oh, right? my like, God, Sly. Sly no, it's, Come on, it's you guys. You, it's you, you it's guys. It's all thanks to you guys, booth, honestly. Like, like, if it wasn't for you who started that cosplay meetup that many years ago i wouldn't even know you too right like you make the cosplay com- like the sorry the the fate community so t- you you need to get some you need I, to I tell yourself that i don't know who like i don't know how to handle that that honor you know i'm just like <laughs> i'm so like 
I don't oh God, believe EG, you've become the fate booth mascot. <laughs> who's that? We got Rai. No, oh I God. agree. Yeah, it's oh got fate mum. Yeah, that's true. Just... Yeah, Rai is the mum of the the fate grand order booth. Yes. Chico, I'm really glad to hear that's your favorite con moment. Um, by the way, guys, please feel free to share your favorite con moments as well, since we're talking about those. Um, mm -hmm. uh, War says my favorite con moment was volunteering for the first time. Yeah, volunteering is is really, really. An amazing experience. I highly recommend it for everybody. Um, yes, Sly, where's all the yelling it. coming from? Oh no. Yes, Sly's <laughs> comment is the best. Where's all that yelling coming from? See, whenever you have a quiet moment at a con, <laughs> if ever, and you can hear a yelling from the other side of the convention, we all know it's right. You know that very first year we ran the convention? Everyone was like, who's that? Who's yelling? Who's losing their voice? That girl is literally going to lose her voice. And I'd listen to it. And I was like, you know, that's right, right? And they're like, no, it can't be. Rye's on the other side of the convention. Like, no, no, that's Rye's voice. You can't doubt me. I know Rye's voice anywhere. That's Rye yelling her, like, you know, voice box out. Think... And so they'd be like, okay, fine. Tries to prove me wrong, walks away, comes back and goes, yeah, it's right. <laughs> I think that first year... For that booth, uh, I lost my voice in the first two hours of yeah, the convention. Yeah, I know that first year. The first oh, year. That... The first year was insane. Like, you guys wouldn't even know. Like, I, Sly knows this because he was there. But, like, that booth had so many people. Like, social distancing? Yes. We don't know her. Like, it was it was crazy. <laughs> like, that, that shit would um, not fly these days. Like, there was so yeah. many people. The line wrapped around the booth, like, three times. Yes. It was insane. Yeah. Mind you, 2018, we weren't even sure it was going to bring that much of a draw. So... Oh, boy, yeah. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. Chico says, if a madman con is ever quiet, something's wrong. Well, again, Rai <laughs> yells... Rai's voice rings over the crowd. So if it's quiet, it means there's no special music going on, no airing of anime or films mm -hmm. going on. There's no special community dances with the idol groups going mm -hmm. on. It's um, just your normal rowdy con and you will hear Rai 100%. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yes, um, Sly says it's it's either idols or FGO that you normally mm. hear um, at the convention. <laughs> By FGO, we mean Rye. It's either the idols or Rye. Like, that's it. Um, yeah, so, like, if we're have again, um, I said this earlier, if we're on main stage and there's a quiet moment specifically because we have, like, artists drawing, doing live drawings uh -huh. on stage and there's a few moments of quiet, you will 100% hear Rye's voice louder than even us on stage. Was so... Was that in Brisbane where Nathan had to come and turn down the speakers? Was it Brisbane? I was it's it Brisbane? either Brisbane or Perth, but it's yes, either yes, Brisbane yes. or Perth. I think it was Brisbane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Sly remembers. Yeah, 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 yeah. My you know, we even guys. got to the point, right, where we discussed not even giving you speakers. Yeah. <laughs> so we can hear ourselves talking. Okay. Also, Sly, I agree that year was absolutely nuts because the hall was a lot yeah. smaller than expected. Um, but yes. I'm I'm sure I've shared this already before, so some of you guys have probably heard this before. But like that year, so we went to Brisbane with the booth, and mm. um, Mai was also there too, and it was a pretty mm -hmm. condensed hall, very small, like not small, but um, smaller than usual. And the main stage was actually inside the main um mm -hmm. exhibitor hall floor. So, um, literally the main stage is on one side of the convention hall and us at the FGO booth, we had a little corner right over the other side, like complete opposite side. Mm. 
from end to end, like hitting the wall. One was on one side, one was on the other side. And um, was it, you had the sword art guys here? Yes. Yes. yes the artists. The yeah. artists. And the they were doing, designers. yep. And um, I pa- like, like I said earlier, when I speak into a mic, I naturally project my voice into into a th- yeah brisbane 2019 okay yeah and into the mic which also projects my voice so basically what happened was i got really loud because i was trying to hype up you know the crowd yeah. um and mc and then um I, nathan one of the members of him walking over <laughs> and he goes like he puts his his he puts his finger to his lips and he's like right just calm down like be quiet <laughs> like and he turns down the speaker for me <laughs> at the booth <laughs> because it was yeah. affecting what they were tra- what my was doing mice work on the other side of the hall <laughs> yeah 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 because that that again like like sydney 2020 brisbane um 2019 was when we had artists as guests <laughs> And we had three character designers from Sword Art Online um, doing a live drawing on stage. And, you know, we, um, live drawing's not always that quiet. I mean, they can still speak while they're drawing, mm-hmm. but it just happened to be a couple of snippets of moments where we're waiting for questions from, like, for example, because um, we usually do live <coughs> Q&A with Sword Art guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and there'll be moments where we're quiet as someone's running with a mic to the person in the audience who wants to ask a question. And then we hear a whole rise spiel FGO um, going on and we're, and the three artists would just turn to each other and then turn to me and whisper in Japanese going, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) And in Brisbane, one of the um, character designers is actually an FGO player himself. They end up coming so, over, actually. I yeah, remember that. Yeah. Found out about the uh, Fate Grand Order booth and really wanted to come see you. So, but if it wasn't for your yelling, Rye, I suppose the the um, the you know the promo kind of worked. You got people attracted to. You. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, most yeah. of the time, that's my rule of thumb: be loud, and then they'll hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because then he, um, Adachi-san, who was the who is a character designer yeah. of Sora Online, he was there in um, Sydney 2020. Yes. So when it went quiet on his stage mm-hmm. and we heard you yelling, after the panel, he's like, that's the same girl, right? I recognize <laughs> that voice. <laughs> oh, God. This is what they know <laughs> me for. your voice from Brisbane 2019. Oh, and you was the FGO booth. Good lord. I can't believe this is why people know me for, for just being loud. Yeah, oh my lord, right. Yes, I know Izzy. It is, uh... My yeah, voice, yeah. uh, precedes me. <laughs> and I know I'm pretty loud too, but wow, right? just wow. I'm so just sorry. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, no, God. it's good. It's good. It's yeah. good. It's good. Do you have any uh, other memorable moments? My, I feel like all of mine have been about fate. So I'm going to ask you now. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's also because you, you, most of your cons are fate. Um, yeah, I do. Just, it's just all fate now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, I'm trying to think of some moments that maybe I had at Smash that you weren't part of. Um, no, I reckon they're all at 
<laughs> I think they're all guest related. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, cosplay. Um, okay, so back when I was still running, help running the cosplay events at Smash. So we're looking back at, I think it was the first year we were at the the ICEC before it went under renovation. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm just looking at the timeline here. Um, Sydney smash uh 2011 or 2012 one of those years i was um second in charge of the cosplay department that year and we had a girl who was so nervous about going up on stage um to do her skit on cosplay Uh and she it was a time when Macross was really popular, Macross ah. Frontier, and she wanted to go on stage and do the, if you've ever watched Macross Frontier, um, there's a, sh- there's a restaurant inside um, the series, and they have a commercial that goes, nyan, 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 ni hao, nyan, kind of song. And uh-huh. she was going to go up and do that, and she was dressed up as Hatsune Miku or something like that. She had some butterfly flats on. And she was really nervous. Before she even went up on stage, she was, like, all white and shivering and shaking. And um, me and another um, cosplay contestant girl was trying to coax her. And then the cosplay contestant girl was before her. So she went up, and then I held her hand for the rest mm-hmm. of the day the, mm-hmm. while she w- we were waiting in the wing. Mm-hmm. And she went up on stage, and then um, her ballet flap fell, half, fell off her foot because she has to <gasps> lift her leg as part yeah. of the dance. And that just immediately broke it for her. And she just ran off off the stage. She went, she got a shoe and just ran out of the stage. And uh, hi, Miyu! <laughs> Guys! And she was, yes. Go check out Miyu. <laughs> yes, go check out Miyu. Miyu. Miyu is our artist for all of our podcast art. She is awesome. <laughs> so she disappeared and I had to get one of my volunteers to go find her because she went completely missing. Mm. Um, and she'd literally run off halfway through her skit and it's only a really short song. So, and then we were all worried about her. They managed to find her. She came back on stage and, um, I think Morris was MC at the time and she really, like, we really wanted to encourage her to go and finish her skit, even if it was out of order, Mm -hmm. even though... Um, there was other skits waiting and we were kind of pushing time because we didn't want her experience to end uh, in so negatively. Mm-hmm. So we ended up going on stage. Um, it was her and a couple of other cosplayers who were, comp- um, um, who were comp- um, competing as well and the mm-hmm. MC and they all ended up doing the dance with her. Yeah. So I think she really ended up thanking them and enjoying the moment and she came and thanked me as well because I'd obviously had to move, shift the whole um, stage Mm-hmm. order around so she can go back on stage i think jackie hated me for that but yeah. um i think that sort of moment and the, the crowd was cheering her on and clapping and it was it's that typical aussie sportsmanship that you know you encourage the person yeah. who's not necessarily having the best day and she ended up enjoying the rest of the convention that she had that day so mm-hmm. i think those kind of moments is definitely a really nice memory that i have yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I agree I think like oh, one of the other moments I think uh, that I from memory is honestly one of my favorites was the 2016 um WCS experience yeah. like that's probably the only experience in WCS that I will say I really loved and enjoyed because 
that's the mirror that's the year I actually properly managed to talk to Mew without like absolutely losing <laughs> my mind um because as you guys know like both my and myself are big fans of Mew like to begin mm-hmm. with um it's sorry it's, it's still insane to me how we've become such close friends uh-huh. <laughs> because I think the first time I ever saw Mew was in 2014 when Raker came to oh, yeah. smash as a guest and that was my first smash and we did a bus on our group <laughs> and um i remember mew was uh cosplaying suga and mm-hmm. went to i think give reika some art from memory that's where i saw yeah. her and um yeah, so we did a bus at our group, but on the day I saw Mew, I was wearing my Nui cosplay from Kill a Kill. Um, mm-hmm. I was like wanting to ask Reka for a selfie if she was free, and because I was waiting behind, you know, stage for some WCS stuff. And then, um, yeah, so the first time I managed to speak to Mew was 2016, like, like properly, like 2016 um, WCS Smash, and that smash like was so memorable for me like i became so much closer with so many of my friends i did um wcs with one of my closest friends like freya it was Mm -hmm. a great experience we did a series that we loved we got recognition from eugene it was amazing um and yeah eugene Fay, the cosplayer and then um we also you know, well, I also completed one of my biggest cosplay builds I've ever made, like the wings. Yeah. And the reaction, because most people were sitting in the crowd when we did that performance. Actually, the performance is up on YouTube, guys. Um, I'll see maybe later whether we might want to link it onto our Twitter. But um, it. yeah, it was, it was, yeah, Shingeki no Bahamut. So most people who were sitting in the crowd had never seen my costume at that stage because I, I was showing it off outside you know, around the convention space because we were at Rose Hill that year. Um, But I didn't really open and close my wings that much up until that point on the stage. So um, showing it off in the performance and getting like an amazing like, whoa, reaction was super, super. Yeah, that was an amazing, amazing memory. I loved it. Yeah, so for those of you listening, Rai actually had um, mechanical wings. So mm. what had happened is it'll it's actually folded up normally around on her back, yeah. but um, you can actually get it to open up and spread its wings out really wide. How how much is the wingspan? It the was really big. The wingspan, I think it was like four meters maybe all up. It was They were big. Also, hello, yeah, Lavelle, huge. welcome to the stream. That's yeah, kind of, they were kind huge. of reminded me of Albatross. Yeah. yeah, it was really like, huge. They were big because I wanted that like wow factor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was it was crazy, and like Jenna yeah. was also there, and that was a lot of fun because we both had made mechanical wings. She had one yes, wing. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, she had one wing. Um, if Jenna's still in the chat, it was it was a lot of fun, like sort of comparing our builds to each other because like she's she did something really different, and I did something completely different from her as well. So it was interesting to see. Um, how we both went about it. Yeah, but that's yeah. definitely one of my favorite memories as well. Doc's comment is cute. Rai, you believed you can fly, did you? Uh, look, I almost honestly flew off that stage because, like, I nearly tripped in my performance and then oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> it could have been really bad, but it was fine. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, that was the year Ishikawa-san and Nonaka-san was there, right? Yeah. So yeah. Sunday, the day you competed, would have been the day I was with the guests. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And I also got yeah. uh, recognition from Goldie. Uh, he's a cosplayer yeah. who builds like the big Gundam suits. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of him, and like his builds are so amazing. And he was just like yes. in awe at my build, and I was like, oh my goodness! <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> yeah, I forgot Goldie was there. Goldie was there. Like... It was a, he was he was a lot of fun. He was a lot of fun. He yeah. was in his armor, wasn't he? Yeah, he was that wearing was... um Alphonse that yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, mm, I remember mm. seeing him around. Yeah, as I went around yeah. with the guests. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was it was pretty. It was it was a uh, it was such a memorable experience that smash. It was one of the best ones I've ever done. Yeah, for sure. That's fair enough. Yeah, like when you do something different, I suppose at a con, it does stand out in that sense. Yeah. That was the year that I did cosplays two days and two days oh, for the first time oh, ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, yeah. I did go around with the guests on Sunday, but I wasn't actually it wasn't suit con for me. Mm, so mm. I was in cosplay that year. So mm, first mm, mm. first day was when I did FGO with you guys. And then second day I was doing, um, uh, I forgot her name from Gate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I can't, I can't remember, I can't even remember the name of the show. It was so long. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, I was, I had that massive axe while you had your massive wings. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, Rory yeah. Mercury to go. Yes, ah, that's exactly right. Yes. Ah, ah, ah. Um, 2016, I was Rory Mercury from Gate because my friend wanted me to cosplay it because he wanted to make the axe. Oh, um, I remember. Yeah, you were telling me about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the axe, I, I actually had heavy, battle right? scars that day yeah. because that axe was ridiculously big, like yeah. heavy. It was heavy at the head and he mm. made it quite accurate to my height. So you could imagine how big the axe was. Yeah, I think I, for my height, I was the only one who would have been able to mm. carry that around. Mm. It was really heavy. Yeah, um, Chico, you're guessing oh my God, that is he really? um, Goldie would have been some sort of cooling in the armor. No, it was winter because it was smash. It was winter, so yeah. So it. smash is winter, yeah. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Need any cooling. Mm. yeah. Yeah, yes. definitely that. So <laughs> it's kind of... It's crazy. There's so many, so many good memories in cosplay. Like, it's definitely, like, if you have never cosplayed before, I also highly recommend you do it at least once in your life. Yeah, it's, for the experience. It's yeah, different. It's different to just normally attending. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... I'm sure there's a lot of memories if you talk to me and you trigger my memories. Mm, like, mm, I could mm. probably, there's at least probably one good memory in every year that I've been to. So, well, for the record with Smash from two, mm. that, it started in 2017. That was the first con. Um, yeah, 2019 was the first year I didn't attend. So, I've been to every Smash from 2007 mm. to 2018. Madman, Anime Festival, I've been to all of, oh, I've been to most of them. The only ones yeah. I didn't go to was the first Brisbane and the first Perth. Mm. I think yeah. there's also a lot of memories, like good memories from conventions that Mai and I share together as yeah. well. Um, because like your birthday. Oh, that wasn't that wasn't <laughs> Smash or Anime. That was, that was Smash. Um... Yeah, that was, oh my Animaga? god, my birthday. Yeah. Animaga was it? Animaga. That was 2006. 18? 17? 18? 18? 18? I think it was 18. I think it was 18. Yeah. yeah seven, 2018. 
my crawls yes. from the table. Exactly. Exactly, Mew. Mew was also there that year. Yes, Mew so stayed at my house. Yeah. We had a surprise birthday present from uh, to Rye from the Fate Fam um, before yeah. the Fate Grand Order experience. So yeah. a different group of people. Melbourne Fate um, Fam, we, different group. Yeah. yeah, Melbourne Fate Fam primarily. <coughs> we planned Rye's birthday present probably about half a year, eight months beforehand. Yeah. And we gathered money, we ordered it. It was a special... Uh, was it, um, super groupies. It was like a... The Emia yeah, super groupies, limited edition Emia shoes. shoes. Yeah. Yeah, so I ordered that from Japan. My mother was um, coincidentally in Japan at the time, so she brought it back for me. And I was going to give it... Send it to um, Kate or Caroline in Melbourne. But then I was like, look, it's a weekend. I'm going to do a day trip to Melbourne. I'm going to do this crazy thing and fly down to Melbourne and hide from Rye until the moment I give her the shoes. So... Um, every single time Rye came around, I hid under, was it Mew's desk table? Or was it Kaz's Mew, table? Kaz's table? Uh, you guys were yeah. all in the group, so like, yeah, yeah so Mew, I Kaz, kept hiding and, under yeah. the table. And then we had a cake, so everyone started singing happy birthday to um, to Rye, and like, Rye's like, oh my god, what are you all doing? And then they were like, yeah, we've also got something else for you, and I popped out of the table. <laughs> and I was like, because yeah. like, when Mai had been talking about it that weekend, she was, you know, really busy, obviously in Sydney, I wasn't expecting her to come down, right, to mm-hmm. see me, and it <laughs> <laughs> There's been so many of those moments where you guys just pop out and surprise me. Like the time at um, 2018 Smash when uh, Leo popped out oh, of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> Leo was meant to be in Japan. She was on the jet one of our working in Japan. Oh, she's still in Japan now. Yeah. And like whenever Rai, like Rai's birthday comes up, we all start doing this whole, oh my gosh, I wish I was there with you, Rai. I know you, I'm so busy that weekend. I wish I could fly down for you. And then we show up at the, at the event. Like I always <laughs> panic. I always panic when it comes to my birthday. It's like, I always have that sense of like, anxiety <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, i'm totally with tangers it's because we love you right it's crazy really, like really i always you, you know like that month when it's my birthday like from the first as soon as it hits august like it's big panic mode for me because like it is it is izzy it is like a full like ptsd moment <laughs> like it's like I don't know. Last year was okay because I spent it in lockdown, but I was also low-key panicking because I wasn't sure whether anybody would do anything stupid. So I was like, ah! <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like full panic moment. It's always full panic around my birthday. I can never have a quiet moment. And like, I it just... Uh, just so speaking about full panic moments, actually, I can't help but mention now that you remind me, uh, Chico... Um, I always talk about, and I always go on about fate. It is another fate memory. I'm very sorry, guys. (laughs) Take a shot. (laughs) Don't take shots. Drink responsibly. Um, but this one is related to my booth fam. So the fate fam in Sydney who are very near and dear to my heart. Um, it was Melbourne Madfest 2019 um and it was it it had been a pretty crazy week for me like I'd been sick for that entire week and I had nothing prepared in terms of like cosplay wise um and like I felt very underprepared in terms of booth and organizing that as well 
The other thing was that the whole Sydney fam had decided to fly down to Melbourne mm-hmm. specifically to do booth with me. I, like, I can't stress enough how much I love these guys and how important they are to me. They're just so dedicated. Like, it's it's insane. Like, if you guys think they work hard on the floor like at the convention in the booth on the day you have no idea like they are so dedicated to the cause it's it's insane like I'm I'm so extremely lucky to have them in my life and Mm. already that was huge you know they 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 flew down um you know to help me do booth and I was already like forever grateful and then at the end of like the first day they bloody surprised me out of nowhere with a freaking Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, of course. And there's a really bad video of me like ugly crying on Facebook. And yes, Acid, birthday birthday time is always very stressful. Um, (laughs) It just out of nowhere like there's there's so there is this there is this facebook video of me like ugly crying i look like i have no pants on because it was like when we had to take down the booth and i was wearing like a high-vis vest and like still partially in cosplay and i didn't have a wig on and like my makeup was everywhere and it was just really bad (laughs) it was a bad moment but Mm, 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 and mm, mm, mm. the the card you guys have probably seen it in my old setup on twitch but um there's a frame that i have at the back of my um background i guess um on the set of drawers but i've actually framed the card they wrote up for me and it's 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 crazy it's it's crazy like they just are such lovely words and something i will really really treasure and that's also how I ended up on Twitch so you guys can thank the Fate fam. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. true. The peer pressure yeah. that they gave you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's crazy. Um, next yeah. minute your doorbell goes off. Yeah, honestly, Izzy, I was totally panicking that my doorbell was going to go off. Like someone's going to come knocking on my door. But um, yeah, it's Well, it's we insane. did discuss it. Just letting you know. Oh, my so goodness. Don't, don't let it go past you. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, sometimes mm. I feel like... Uh, I'm half in FaveFam due to having started in 2020, but no, you are definitely one of the FaveFam, Chico. Don't doubt, never doubt that. Yeah. So many good memories from conventions. So many good memories, like... Yeah. Like, I didn't go to Smash 2019, and it was a very big, empty moment for me that weekend, knowing I wasn't there. Mm. Like... It's definitely Smash in not particular the same. for me, yeah, because I've been there from the beginning. Is pretty much like my baby. It's my child. Yeah, I've been part of it for so long. It was a really, really big moment not to go, um, and that was because I flew to Japan for work for a month, uh-huh. and it just happened to be that month that mm-hmm. I was going. So yeah, I was timing it with uh, some holidays that I had mm-hmm. um, from studies. Yeah, but yeah, so. Um, yeah, what about like other conventions? Like, uh, you never went to Animania, right? So what about Animania, like Animania? No, <laughs> I think I was too young to travel at the time. Like, I I would have been pretty young <laughs> when Animania happened. So I knew of it, and I definitely kept up with the news of it. But like, yeah. I I never went to Animania. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
Yeah. Arvo says, I really wish yeah. I can go to conventions, but yeah, pandemic happened. Yeah, yeah. Look, conventions definitely won't be the same or won't be happening for quite a while. But when they can happen safely again, definitely attend a convention. It's it's a completely different experience, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, episode three, we talked about online conventions. Mm. Um, there is still conventions going on, just um, it's a different vibe. I mean, that's really surprisingly interesting as well, the, the online convention vibe as well. Mm. So definitely check those out. Some of them are free to air. Some of them you need a ticket. But regardless of which one you take, um, I mean, it's not convention season yet, but... Yeah. Um, there will be a lot of online conventions this year, I think. Like, I think the majority of conventions, provided they're still able to run, will yeah. be running this year. Yeah. yeah. So, or I, earliest I know... next year. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely also, Acid, thank both. you so much for the stretch. I'll both. do that. You can't see me, yeah. but I'm stretching, I promise. <laughs> See Rye, I'm accountable. Yes, yes, Rye stretching. Rye is stretching her arms and shoulders at the moment. Yes. But yeah, online conventions will definitely happen. Um, e.g., this year, mm. um, a lot of people, a lot of conventions are talking about either preparing a convention but having a, a, a plan B just in case we can't do an in-person convention. Yeah. So yeah, assume at least all the big conventions from every country will be running an online convention if we can't do an in-person one and that includes i know um i have some friends who run conventions in um quite a few different countries in the world um some of the european conventions and the american conventions are already talking about online cons so um i think definitely keep an eye on it um the fact that they are online also means most of the time you can attend from all over the world that's what's different about yeah, online conventions yeah we did talk but, about yeah. this in episode three, so make sure you guys go check out episode three as well. I'm just going to chuck the podcast uh, yeah. Twitter page, but you can go find our uh, social links from that as well. Yeah. So definitely go check yeah, it Doc, out. Yeah, it's, Doc, it's definitely like a Zoom <coughs> convention. Mm. It's usually on YouTube, and um, the comments are live as well, so you can add comments. Like, mm. to, to be honest, I attended a couple of um uh, online conventions and it actually did feel like you were connected with people because people mm. were chatting um, yeah. you just couldn't see faces and you didn't need a cosplay unless you wanted to but you could still definitely feel the vibes of a convention yeah and because i experienced it last year when practically everyone did go into lockdown or went into restrictions um, i almost cried there at that moment seeing everybody's <laughs> comments because it was like, oh my god, there's real people out there. <laughs> yeah, like any sense of interaction with like an mm. actual person was good because people yeah. would, well, I know I was going insane. Like I yeah. am a, um, don't know if you guys could tell, but I'm an extrovert <laughs> extrovert. Like I, I run off, you know, like talking to people, being around my friends. So if I'm by myself for too long, like I will go insane. So I was starting to get to that point of like insanity yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Like, yeah. I swear if that weekend in July didn't happen where, mm. uh, uh, where all like, like Anaplex online happened mm. and like anime expo was even online. Yeah. If those didn't happen, I think I would have gone insane. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you could tell, Rai, but when I was emceeing that event for Anaplex Online, yeah. I was on a high. 
yeah because i could I definitely was see that to real yeah people. like i was yeah so happy like mm. james was oh sorry um my partner james was literally like my uh like i was smiling so much like he hadn't seen me smile like that like since like a con which was march that year yeah it would have been march that, that year like we were very yeah. lucky in that we actually got to do one last con before yeah the pandemic hit um and mm. yeah and actually ironically that's also how um my would actually be able to tell you but that's also how this podcast started yes yes yes, yes. when we did talk yes. about this in our episode one so it's, yes it's yes. pretty crazy yeah yeah um definitely worth an experience like it's different but it's still a con guys mm. it's still a con yeah yeah it was pretty good yeah um what else um Gosh, there's so much to talk about if we start talking about conventions. It's just not I know, kind of I know. It's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we have fun moments too. It's it's and always, always like a lot negative of good ones, moments. but but it always ends up being a positive. Yeah, the positive ones always outweigh the negative ones, uh -huh. and yeah, for sure. 100%. That's always that's definitely why I ended up working at Smash for so long because mm. I was just so attached yeah. to being part of scene like if if sly and k and the guys at madman didn't ask me to be part of madman anime festival i'd still probably be flying around joining as an attendee regardless like mm. that's how much i love the convention scene yeah 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 all right so shall we talk about our last topic that we had planned mm. today right yes definitely uh, so I think we wanted to talk about the future of MMI madness and like the episodes and topics planned. Yeah. Uh, first things first, we will invite Miu for a proper guest episode topic. Very soon. I think our next episode. Our is next our... episode, actually. Yeah, our next episode. Yeah. So, yeah, like, in general, the kind of uh, schedule that we have for uh, MMI madness at the moment. <laughs> um, we actually rotate in between talking about like um you know voice actor episode or we do an episode on a specific anime series or just anime in general um and then sometimes we have those topics where it is like opening a can of worms and we discuss um you know about certain topics in the community or whatever news is happening that month that's important um, so we do like to touch on, you know, more serious topics like that too. Um, but yeah, I think next month, uh, next month, I say next month, but I mean next time, um, next episode is, uh, well, we'll announce it at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a guest episode. Keep next, you guys on your so, toes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope you are in, um, well, you, I hope you're not getting sick of us already, but you you will hear two other voices who are both in chat today at the moment um, yes. as our guests for our next episode because we mm -hmm. haven't we actually originally recorded this last year, mm -hmm. uh, and this <laughs> um, is the file that I was talking about at the beginning where it got corrupt. So I'm very sorry, yeah, guys. Yeah. So episode <coughs> four was the one that went corrupt, um, and we already had episode five ready recorded. So mm. this is our episode four and we will um, do our episode five where we originally um, had planned to do. It's going to be a bit strange because at the time when we recorded, I didn't really think about the topic. Um, to backtrack two months later, I now know a fair bit about the topic that we yeah. talked about. So it's going to be a bit awkward. But Also, Pentu-kun, thank you so much for the follow. Welcome. Welcome to the stream. Glad to have you here. 
Yes. Um, yeah, so mm. uh, we will be playing that. Um, I've got those files, which is why yep. they didn't go corrupt. I had them safe. Yeah. Um, and they will be um, edited and uploaded um, soon uh -huh. in our uh -huh. next um, yeah, so picture of MMI Madness, mm, what do you reckon? Mm, right. We've, we've actually, so prior to actually starting MMI Madness, Maya and I had discussed this for ages about sort of what yeah. we want to talk about on the podcast. Um, but we have an extensive, uh, extensive is probably uh, an understatement, but we have an extensive yeah. list of topics that we want to talk about, dissect and discuss and yes. like that's just topics in general but then we also have an incredible list of voice actors we want to talk about yep. and also an incredible list of animes we want to talk about so there is a lot yeah there is there is a lot like specifically we have mostly focused at the moment on sort of behind the scenes of conventions because that's what we yep. do um a lot of and i think um i know a lot of people are interested in in wanting to know sort of what goes into a convention how you can kind of be a part of it um yeah so that's that's yeah we have a lot we we have a lot of topics planned like i don't know is there any particular topics that you guys want to hear like feel free to drop them into the chat box as well because we'd love to hear about it like i'm sure most things we probably have covered in our planning sessions but yeah, yeah is there anything that you guys would like to hear us talk about or discuss um but we have we have three and a half work three and a half pages of dot points or ideas mm. and that's not including the voice actors yeah that's not including voice actors the voice actors so... we want to talk about is um a single a4 page made in three columns yes yeah yeah um arvo says are you guys into slice of life anime um, i'm not but my partner is so i end up watching a lot of slice of life because my partner likes it um, um what about you Rai? are you into slice of life um not as much it really depends it really depends on the series but i don't really normally watch a lot of slice of life i'm definitely more into like sci-fi fantasy yeah fair enough yeah. um yeah slice of life i have a favorite so i definitely i do watch a fair bit yeah, yeah. um i like this anime called Hakume to Mikochi, which mm. is about these really cute little um i suppose you can they're little people per se uh -huh. and they live with animals oh. and they talk and it's really it's really a slice of life oh, i i cute. really love it yeah, yeah. It's the art is really cool. but no i definitely watch slice of life like okay okay I'll, I'll i'll say i watch anything and everything that comes onto tv so mm -hmm. i have seen some really weird things mm -hmm. to some really great things to some nope things as well so yeah. um yeah Look, i'm um, usually game to watch anything proof of that is that i'm watching re-zero <laughs> yeah, yeah, like i'm usually down to watch anything um as long as i'm like you know open to it some things i'm not because just purely based on what i've seen already i'm not a fan of it so um i have a very specific taste in anime but um, I'm usually down to give everything, like, at least the first episode. If I don't get hooked yeah. on the first episode, then I will probably drop it. Yeah. Usually yeah, that's I'm how okay it putting things in the background. So yeah. I, sometimes when I'm working, I've usually got it playing in the background. Nichijou, um Ray is actually what my part, one of my partner's favorite anime is. Oh. So he's really into it. I couldn't get into it. It was too yeah. crazy for me. 
Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Doc says, have you guys uh, been to North America once in your life? I've actually never traveled outside Oceania and um, Asia. So uh... I've been everywhere in Asia and Southeast Asia mm-hmm. and Australia, obviously, because I've lived there. I haven't been to New Zealand, unfortunately, but I've never gone outside those continents. Right. So I would love to go to North America one day and attend the cons over there. I've also got a really close friend um, in Canada, Toronto, who also goes to conventions and stuff. She actually streams on Twitch as well. Um, uh, I'd love to visit her in Toronto because she's come to visit me in Sydney before. So um, I'd love to travel over to that way before. North America, I've also never traveled to, Doc. I'm very, I'm very much the same as my, um, I've only traveled within Australia. So I've, I, at this point in time, I've been everywhere in Australia, um, and New Zealand I've been to before as well. Same with, Mm. um, Asia. I've done traveling in Asia, mostly just China and Hong Kong, um, but not really anywhere else. But yeah, I would really like to travel. I would love to go to Japan because that was the plans to go last year um, to actually go visit Mai and do FGO Fest together um, around my birthday because it's it happened during my birthday, basically. But then, you know, COVID kind of threw those plans into, <laughs> into the flames. Um, and uh, yeah, Japan, let's go. Also... We did talk uni, I remember. We did talk about going to um, Guangzhou together. So I'm still down for that if you are. Because <laughs> I want to travel That's there fun. with you. Um, and then uh, I would love to visit London as well, specifically like the UK area. I would really want to go there. Um, definitely have some friends over there. So would like to go catch up and see those people as well. Um, then... Canada I want to visit because I have friends in Canada and they actually asked me to um, visit I think a couple years back but I was really busy with the guy, so I um, also seven dollars thank you so much for um, which side of Canada? Uh, Toronto yeah, I thought yeah, so, yeah Toronto area so yeah North America I think I would also really like to visit for the the conventions there yeah yeah, sure. I yeah, would like to go to so many. Yeah, they an American so... con. Just to get the full got... experience, you know? Yeah, like I've got friends over there, like in America, who either exhibit at, at cons or staff at cons in yeah. America. So I'd love to go visit everybody over there. Yeah. Just love yeah. to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Shotgun yeah. not guiding though, because I can't read Chinese or read a map. Yeah, that's okay. I can I can be your guide. We can I we can figure it out together. It'll be fine, Uni. It'll be fine. Uh, and yes, hi Uni, haven't seen you in a quite some time. I how where were we met? I was like Ani Marga probably. <laughs> probably. Did we even see each other? Ani Marga, it's like that long ago. I think so. <laughs> Maybe? I'm not sure. Because the last time I went was when we did D Grey, right? I think it was before, like the time before maybe my birthday. Oh, when I did the surprise at your birthday. <laughs> you might have seen uni then, yeah. Yeah, or maybe Smash, yeah, yeah, maybe Smash, yeah, Smash as well, yeah. yeah. gosh, yeah. that was a while ago. Yeah. Was yes. that the year that we did pizza night uni? That was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, last Smash I went to 2018. So that was 2018. Is that when oh Okia-san my God, was, was there? Yeah, oh, it's when Okia-san was there. So I think we did Hot Pot No, together. uni's talking about when we did pizza you weren't there for that my i think that was no. 2016 
oh, when, okay. we right, 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 right. Yeah. when we first met. When we first met. That was a long time ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, what were you talking about again, Ryan? I lost the track. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Traveling, yeah, traveling, yeah, answering dogs' questions. So yeah, definitely traveling is um in store for sure. Like once once it's obviously safe to, um hundred percent we'll be traveling. Yeah. 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 But definitely come to Japan, right? I totally want to take you around. Like yeah. Yes, We've we should so definitely plans. do that uni. And yes, yes, Japan is definitely on the list. I wanna go to Japan. Look. If any of y'all wanna meet me there, let's go. Japan, let go. <laughs> Yes. Meet halfway. Yes, Japan. I just want to do, yes. you know, food. Yes, let's go, Miu. Let's go, Izzy. Oh, just yes. grab Izzy and let's go. Yes, come, yeah. come visit me. Yeah, come visit, visit me. My, it'll be a good time. Yeah. yeah, I'm probably gonna move house soon, and if I do, I'll have extra space so you yes. can you can come and stay over. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So what else have we? got on the list of yeah like the a lot of the stuff that we have planned like rice said is about conventions but we've also mm -hmm. got a fair few topics based on like animes we want to talk about or like um we've got a lot of can of worm type questions yeah Actually, the original episode four we planned was a can mm -hmm. of worm well the can episode from yeah it, it was, was about two animes wasn't it yeah, season two animes. Um, this has been an amazing yeah. podcast, and you're both naturals. Unfortunately, I have to be up in seven hours. Yeah, all good. All good. Thank you so much for being here, Chico. I appreciate it. I hope, um, you know, the rest of your cosplay journey goes well and you get some good experiences. Thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate it. I'll see you soon in the next Madfest, hopefully, with the FGO booth. So, yes, yes. Um, crossing our fingers, that will be sooner, not later. Yes. Make so sure you stay safe. Yes, have some good rest. Sorry, EG says I'll be Muse carry on luggage in <laughs> that extra bag. <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Also, thank you, you Hate for stretch. the stretch. We are doing a stretch. I'm watching Rise. She's stretching. She's stretching. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mew crashing people's houses is my skill. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, my house fine. is open for yeah. you. We might have to give um, um, some very good uh, earplugs for, to James for James, the night yeah. so he can go to sleep. Though. 100%. 100%. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, like, definitely a lot of topics um, and can of worm discussions planned for the future of MMI madness. Um, it's we, we do have a lot of content, but like we're always open to suggestions. Um, you can ping us on Twitter, um, especially on Twitter. We're very active there. So if you guys have any topics or discussions you want to hear us talk about that we might not have written down yet, um, then definitely ping us there. We're open to suggestions. Yes. And we've both got topics that, you know, it might be more me-orientated one episode or Rai-orientated another episode um, or something that we're both still new to at the same mm -hmm. time. So um, it's um, a good mix-up of different topics. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you definitely get, like, very much the two different perspectives where my is um, more on the business side of conventions and things like that. And for me, it's more about that uh, I wouldn't call myself a public figure but it's it's kind of like being more so involved in the community 
yeah side of things that's for sure yeah yeah, yeah. That's definitely true yeah got very different perspectives as, as, as but we do share the same brain cells so sometimes yes. we just completely up so that's always a fun moment too <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh that's for sure and um yeah well Sadly, I think that's actually all the time we have for today. It has been such an incredible live debut for us at MMI Madness or um, MIM as some of our friends have started calling it, actually. <laughs> it's kind of a cute name. <laughs> yeah, MIM is a cute name. Yeah, MIM is a very cute name. But yeah, thank you guys so, so much for... Um, tuning in to another episode of Match Made in Madness. Um, this, this live debut has been actually insane. I appreciate it. Yeah, memes. Are we memes or memes? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you guys finally got a chance to meet um, my co-host and partner in crime, Mai, um, who is so incredible. I love and appreciate her very, very much. Um, you know, for dragging me into this madness. <laughs> the match made of madness. <laughs> but yeah, if if you guys um yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm I'm glad you guys were here for the ride. Thank you so much for being here. So in the next episode, we will be discussing now listen here guys, I know I I, I kind of teased this earlier um before um, but next episode, we will be talking about uh, VTubers on the rise and the online content creators boom on both YouTube and Twitch, as well as how they've kind of taken the internet by storm. Yes, madness. I said, yes, you're correct, but definitely. And we have two guests next yes, episode, we have so start taking who they are definitely we've also got two special guests next episode so be sure to tune in to our socials um also quickly a special thank you to our lovely friends uh, masaki sato from sound Labs for our music and also to miyukiko for our wonderful podcast cover art and twitter art as well as our amazing amazing avatars so don't forget to go yes. check out masaki at uh, www.soundlaps.com and mew on twitter at mewkiko and if you did enjoy today's episode please don't forget to check us out on twitter at mmi madness it's also the same address for our facebook um where you can follow us for news about the upcoming episodes the twitter updates are probably more regular than the facebook um, updates uh, feel free also to tag us using hashtag MMI Madness and hashtag Match Maiden Madness because we'd love to hear any feedback or experiences that you guys want to share as well. To follow us individually, you can check out Rye on Twitter and Instagram via at KNRyeKos and my, myself on Twitter and Instagram via at WordsTWorlds. Thank you guys again so much for being here with us, being here for the... Um, you know, second the, the the very first live debut of MMI Madness. <laughs> very excited to maybe potentially do more of these if my uh, is is, yeah. is keen for it. Um, I think so. Yeah. We're originally planning to do it at a later later time, so I think it works perfectly fine. Yes, absolutely. So, anywho, guys, 
make sure you stay safe and we will catch you in the next episode. Bye guys. Bye guys. <laughs>